Hello, and as always, thank you for listening to Carpe Diem. I'll just open this one up with a quick disclaimer that we had some audio drop out in the last 20 minutes or so of this episode, which is entirely the fault of the software we're using to record. We're currently looking into alternate recording solutions so that this doesn't happen in the future, but in the meantime, please bear with us. In the missing audio, the party was just continuing to discuss how to best navigate the chamber they were in, and nothing of significant cosmic importance was lost. Also, we didn't lose any audio for Solgrid. He's just being really quiet and contemplative for the latter part of this episode. That all being said, please enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the podcast that we're now calling Carpe DM. We are playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, and we're running a campaign called Page by Page. In the previous episode, our heroes found their way to the former mining town turned tourist destination of Oriton, spearheaded by the entrepreneurial Alderman Ellen, who was uh, desperate for assistance after some sort of strange magic had created catastrophe in his peaceful town. There were freak storms, there was a house burned, uh, or turned spontaneously into flaming chalk, uh, some other oddities afoot. After encountering and joining up with the druid Yaku, who seemingly came from nowhere, the team discovered that all these odd events seemed to coincide with the disappearance of a local woman whose name the townsfolk seemed to disagree on. Uh, roughly two weeks prior to the team's arrival, they found strange magical artifacts and leads pointing to the abandoned iron mines north of town, or perhaps the neighboring village of Red Rocks, as well as tales of gods making very odd requests of the faithful. Uh, strange, strange happenings indeed. And that's where we find ourselves as the crew has kind of stayed overnight in the Silverleaf Inn in the town of Orton. They've gathered some information and they're uh, currently trying to figure out what to do about it. Uh, so that's where we find ourselves, guys. Do we have any questions about stuff that happened last week? Nope. Nope. Covered it? All right. Not gonna lie. I, uh, I don't quite remember the, the last thing you talked about, but okay. The last thing you talked about, which was... The, the mysterious quest, uh, god. The gods making mysterious requests. There we go. Uh, yeah, so you guys went to the chapel in town, the uh, the All Gods Chapel. You talked to the priestess there, who was named Alessa, and she told you that there's some odd oddities happening in town. Like, you know, the, the the faithful had been coming in and saying that the gods were speaking to them and requesting odd things. And like, you know, uh, they were they were asking carpenters to, you know, add extra beams into roofs they were rebuilding in town. They had a uh, apparently talked to Penelope, who runs the tavern, and asked her to set up the tables and chairs in the tavern in a specific way. Uh, right, just like really, right, right. Okay. really random odd stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, if we don't have any further questions, I do have a question that I need to clarify for no good reason at all. Last game, you guys were searching around the, ch the house that had turned into chalk, and you had found some magical artifacts. You found, like, a couple potions. You found a ring. You found a dagger. Uh, who has those on them right now? Is it, I believe, Carrick, you found them? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, have I? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, okay. okay. So you have those in your, in your possession. Cool. I just wanted to make sure somebody had those and had written that down. Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, that being said, you guys have spent a night in the Silverleaf Inn. You've got a couple leads on stuff to check out 
uh, what what's the plan? Chris, can you remind me what the shape was that that everything was being put in? Oh yeah, that's a seven pointed star. Thank you. I mean, dwarves love mines. Do you love mines? I know you guys were talking about possibly investigating this abandoned iron mine last time. Uh, anybody else have ideas about something you'd like to do, or are we are we just kind of heading that direction? Yeah, um, I was uh, also thinking about those the artifacts, and before we head off, wondering if we could um, take another look at them because I know it was kind of rushed, like with the group. Uh, yeah. So. so- yeah. Um, so you have been able to kind of spend the night with these things, and you're a sorcerer, kind of familiar with arcane energies and, and magical artifacts and things like that. So even though you don't have like an identify spell or something, I'll give you a shot at it. Um, go ahead and make a, an arcana roll, and we're going to see if you can't have figured out what these things might be. Nice. All right. So that's a 14. And. With with the with the fourteen, I'll give you a couple things. So you have four things in your possession. You have these two uh, kind of potion vials. One's red, one's yellow. You have this magical ring. You have this dagger. And the potions you can't make heads or tails of. You have no idea what these are. But the ring and the dagger are pretty familiar items. They're not unique. There's been a few of these that are out in the world, and you kind of can figure out by process of elimination what they could be. And so here is what you have. Uh, One second. So the ring is what's called a ring of feather falling. It's what it says in the 10. It grants you the ability of feather fall where you can uh, descend from great heights without taking any damage. Nice. And then the dagger is an aquamarine dagger. Awesome. And that is a magic dagger that has a plus two to attack and damage. And as a bonus action, you can activate the magic within the crystal and transform the weapon into a longsword for up to ten minutes. Nice. So you have those two things. You have the potions. You have no idea what those are, but uh, maybe you'll find out eventually. Cool. Do I sense that either of them have consecrated, have been consecrated or desecrated? Mm, um, <laughs> I would feel. Yeah. I would assume it's very likely based on the uh, the prisoner. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's okay, yeah. I'm I'm assuming you like you you're looking to see if these have been used in any like holy rituals or unholy rituals or something like that. Partially yes. Uh yeah, there n- no you don't you don't get that impression. Okay. Cool. Can I ask a uh, quick question? Sure. What uh consecrated desecrated why would your char- uh sorry trying to learn like why would your character try to figure that out? Part of that is just because of being a paladin. Uh Okay. One of my abilities is to tell if someone is good or evil, uh, and if oh, they okay, are, yep. that makes sense. And then if they are like especially evil, like they're a fiend or an undead or something like that, I can tell where they are. And then when I 
touch objects, I can tell if they have been consecrated or or desecrated for any specific means. Okay, cool. Cool. Sorry, thank you. Yeah, so neither one of those, uh, these seem neutrally holy, I suppose. Now, would um, fellow uh, adventurers, is there anyone uh, are there any like characteristics of these items that might uh, provide more advantage in different hands? Um, or are there limitations in that it would have to be I guess the dagger would have to be activated by someone that has magic, right? Or could anyone? Nope. Anybody can do it. Like, I don't know. Are what is the dagger? What, what are the properties of the dagger again? So, yeah, it's an aquamarine dagger. I linked the, uh, the item thing in the roll 20 chat. Uh, it has a plus two to attack and damage. And as a bonus action, you can also activate fancy magic and turn it into a longsword. The only reason I do in my hands. Yeah, because I'm I um I know that typically I'm uh pretty far back. Um and as cool as it seems to use this, I'm wondering if someone that's more uh you know, up close and personal like attack I would be inclined them. to give it to the fighter. Yes. That's uh No. Uh all right. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Hold <laughs> the dagger. Uh I um, will that affect my fighting? No, no, because no, I'm using yeah. a longsword. I mean, it basically it can be a longsword, so no, and it's all it's a plus two longsword, so it is definitely better than what you have. Okay, so um, unless the paladin would be more suited to it, no, uh, nope, for aspects of my character, no, okay. Cool. Uh, so if you guys are in agreement, sure, Daniel, go ahead and, and write that down as a thing you have. You have the Aquamarine Dagger. Uh, and yeah, we can put that in your whole character sheet later, but that's basically just going to give you a plus two to attack, plus two to damage whenever you do an attack with that particular weapon. So okay. it's a, it's a, it is a, it is a pretty cool. baller find. <laughs> that's, Thank yeah. you. All right, cool. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome at your level specifically. And it's going to break the game, but who cares? So, <laughs> all right. So you guys have traded doodads. Uh, so anything else we want to do before we before we head off somewhere? I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move on. Um, yeah. All right. So we've reached an agreement that we want to check out this uh, this mine north of town. Just want to. I just want to vote. Make sure. Okay. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I believe. I believe Fetral would want to do this as well. Fetral's going to come in in like 20 minutes or so, but we're just going to say he does. So that being said, you guys get up early in the morning. Uh, you've, you've figured out your magical stuff. You kind of gear up. You trade stuff back and forth. And you set out to head north of town. And when you walk out of the hotel in the morning, uh, I'm not going to bother changing the map because who cares? But you notice that all the snow that was previously covering everything is completely gone. It's melted away. There's not a hint that it was ever there in the first place. And you walk out. You head north of town because you have figured out by reconnaissance exactly where the mine is. It's about three quarters of a mile up uh, on this you know, a little overgrown path, but it's not too bad. And it, it's, it's right there, so it really doesn't take you that much time at all uh, to get up there. And as you approach it, you see 
the paths kind of clear up and it gives way to this opening in the side of this this large hill. And it's it looks like a typical mine opening where it's like a dark cave. There's some support beams going across that that support the ceiling of it. And there's a you know a couple of very old wooden doors that are set up kind of closed and there's a chain uh that that looks like there there used to be a chain kind of tying the door handles together but has been broken and is laying on the ground in front of it yeah it it, it looks abandoned it looks old it looks like nobody's been here in quite some time so i'm assuming you guys want to go in you know on second thought (laughs) (laughs) that black market sounds real interesting uh-huh. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> do do I see anything weird as I approach the doors? Make a perception check. Uh, you, yeah, you don't say shit. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was a nat one. Uh, you, nope. Everything looks hunky dory to you. Yes, <laughs> All right, so I open the door. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the you said the doors? It, it is closed. Uh, yes, closed. Uh, doesn't seem to be locked or chained or anything. It's. Are there cracks or anything that would like uh, a small creature could get through? Uh nothing larger than like a like a rat. Well, cool. Um, I'm gonna turn into a mouse then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. I'm assuming you have this ability, like circle the moon druid stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Need to, um, pull some, like, show you something. No, you need to no, whip it no. Out? no, no, no. Just, uh, yeah. Just, just, just for the sake of our listeners, what is the ability that you're using called? Is it B shape? Um, it is. <laughs> I have to go find it. Hold on. Wild shape. Yeah, wild shape. Wild shape. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, can we, do you want me to read it out, like, description wise for uh, listeners as well? No, no, don't, cool? don't, don't. Uh, yeah, don't bother with that. However, um, I would ask. Just clarifying, uh, is there like a limitation on how much time you can spend in wild shape or there is, yeah. I can stay in the shape for one hour. And um I know in five E that it's generally accepted that the druid can only turn into an animal that um they've encountered, uh, and then up to whatever limitations with that you have. Okay. Cool, cool. So you are turning into a rat, and you're uh, finding a way through this door, and you just want to go in and scout things out. Yeah, I'm just gonna go go look around a little. Go, um, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll go in at least uh, at least fifty feet unless I encounter something of um, interest between the door and fifty feet in. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and pull everybody over to the inside of the mind map. Then, even though. Uh, Yaku is the only one seeing this. Uh, so everybody else, just pretend you don't see anything here yet. So Yaku turns into a rat and finds a, a crawl space through this wooden door, goes in, and Yaku, what you are seeing is you come into this wide-open cavern. Uh, as you walk in, your eyes uh, slowly begin to adjust to this nearly oppressive darkness that's filling this space. And I think as a rat, you have a little bit better of, uh, of night vision than you would as your, as your wood elf self. Uh, maybe wood elves have dark vision. I'm not actually sure. They do. You can correct me on. Okay, cool, cool. So you see pretty well. And you make out some kind of faintly glowing patches of fungi along the walls and the floor. 
you see a few wispy shafts of light where it's coming in through uh, kind of the front door of the mine and a couple other cracks in the stone. Uh, scattered around are a few remnants of what looks like a once active mine. Where you know, there's containers and there's tools, there's scraps of clothing, there's kind of piles of debris that are all covered in this thick layer of black dust. Uh, in the center, uh, as you come out of this entryway uh, into the main cavern, you see this massive pit that's lined with uh, kind of creaky wood walkways and scaffolding, which seem to spiral downward for at least several dozen feet. Uh, all around the outside wall of this cavern are various other tunnels that lead off into deeper parts of the mine. You can hear distant sounds that might be small rodents such as yourself, uh, or crumbling rock. Uh, you maybe even hear the, the, the very faint sound of uh, running water. Uh, other than that, it is very eerily silent. And that's what, what, that's what you had before you. Very descriptive, thank you. Um, I am <laughs> going to go back to the door and um, just check all around the door for any sort of um, traps or um, you know anything that might uh, hurt our party before we enter. Uh, sure. Um, I guess since you're, hmm. yeah, I can make a perception roll as well. Sweet. And do you prefer that I use the um, roll 20? Uh, you can use whatever you want, as long as you give me a number. Okay, cool. <laughs> I should have used it. I rolled a three. All right, fantastic. With a three, uh, no, you don't notice anything at all. It's totally fine. That. Looks, like, cool. looks like nobody's been in here in years. Awesome. I am going to um, go turn back into human form and open the door from the inside. All right, and so... Everybody outside, you see Yaku standing there again, his wood elf form, uh, throws up the doors, and you see this dark tunnel that leads into the main cavern of the mine. Go walk inside. All right. So you guys yep. start wandering in, and nothing happens. Uh, so far, everything seems quiet, very, very, very still. And you guys are walking in, and you are walking into this cavern, which I already described, so I won't describe again, but you see the thing I talked about earlier. And yeah, you have this giant this giant shaft in the center of the room. Some wooden walkways are scattered tools and stuff about, and all over the place, like up to the north above the map, you have a bunch of other tunnels leading into deeper parts of the mine. I mean, I'm gonna want to sleep the room. Okay. What do you are you looking for anything in particular? Are you just like going around like hunting for critters? Like what are you what are you trying to accomplish here? Best, I would say, is looking for anything that would give me insight into what happened. If, if in, rather, if anything has happened there, or if it is currently just an abandoned mine. Okay, roll investigation. Ooh, okay, nat 20. Ooh, nice. All right. All right. So nat I feel 20. Like there should be like some sort of like incredible music happening right now. Uh, there should be, which I'll add in post, but you guys... You guys don't get it. I'll add a sting in. Uh, so you get the... With that, you're going to find a few things. Um, <laughs> so I'm assuming with this, you're kind of circling around the interior of the chamber. Uh, you're poking and prodding. Uh, you do find a bunch of abandoned tools. Uh, and you also find amidst kind of this thick, thick layer of dust that covers everything. 
is that you find a very faint uh, trail that looks like it's maybe one or two sets of footsteps. Like not a lot of people have used this, but there's definitely a trail that is fresher than anything else that's in this mine that goes in the way that you've that you've come into it, and you can kind of follow it through the soot uh, down around this wood scaffolding. And it goes into the center of this pit and it, and it trails off uh, down into the darkness somewhere over here. And you find this trail there. Uh, yes, it does, it does just about that. What else would you find with a 20 investigation? Um, I mean, you find a couple of abandoned kind of sacks of iron ore that are, that are scattered about. You find a very old tattered set of kind of blueprints for the mine itself that are, uh, that are on a table that's on one of the ledges of this walkway. And now you have kind of a, you have kind of a vague idea of how the mine is laid out. So you kind of have a map of, of what it looks like. And yeah, that's, that's, that's about all you get. Well, looking at the map, does it include all of the offshoots that are around the center? Uh, yes. So those all go off into various other pits, pretty much just like this one. Like it's, you know, it's an iron strip mine. There's a bunch of chambers that have a big pit dug out where they're mining for iron. Uh, there's a couple that have, you know, kind of roughly made rooms that were used for like, ore processing or, uh, you know, gear storage or stuff like that. But it, it seems to be a pretty, pretty standard mine as far as you can tell, and you know you've seen quite a few of them in your time. Are any of those rooms labeled on the map, or is it just uh, what it looks like? Yeah, sure. They're, they they can be labeled like one can be labeled like storage, and you know one's uh, you know one's shaft B and one shaft D and stuff like that. Because I'd, I'd want to go check the storage chamber. All right, uh, we can do that. Is anybody else doing anything else in this room? I'd like to uh, examine the bioluminescent um, algae or whatever you said it was. If I can do a nature check on that. Uh, sure. Yeah. Bro. You cool with that? Yeah. Yeah, so you're on advantage, but it's a first roll, so you, you got a seven there. I mean, this is this is glowing fungi. You've... You know, it's it's pretty common in in caves and stuff that have been not tread upon by uh, by mortal men in quite some time. Uh, just kind of shows up and grows in like a mold. Nothing nothing super special. Does it have any sort of um, value uh, in any of my craft? Oof. I mean, it might. Um, you can you can definitely you can definitely take some and possibly find a use for it. I'm. Sweet. I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a little bit and put it in a little bag. Sure. You can you can make some fun glow in the dark paint with it. Possibly. I don't know. It's, it's all sorts of things. <laughs> Get out of my head. Yeah. You can you can <laughs> you can make some of those fun glow in the dark stars that you put up on your ceiling and just kind of chill out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody else uh, want to check anything out? Uh, no. If we're going in deep or whoever's going in deeper, I guess I should stick behind and you know. Stay defensive. Sure. All right. So I think the only plan we have is uh, 
Soul Grid wants to go up to this storage storage room slash chamber in the mine, and everybody's just kind of going that direction. Um, I uh, before we we go, um, how's how dark is it in here? Like, how's my? I mean, it's pretty damn dark. Uh, there is some little, very low light from these these fungi. Anybody who has dark vision is fine. Anybody else, I'm gonna say, probably can see about. 10, 15 feet ahead. Like it's it's not pitch black, but it's it's pretty dark. Okay. Unless we have uh, torches or anything. Yeah. So before I I um I like to withdraw a torch in a moment, but um I uh I'm going to put on that ring because uh, I realized I was just holding it, and so I'm going to uh to put it on. Okay. Uh, and while I'm doing that, I want to just take another look at the vials and see if. They seem to be um, reacting differently at all inside of uh, inside of this mine. Um, they don't seem to be. No, like you, you, you get some sort of vague magical aura from them. But uh, yeah, you last night you really couldn't figure out what these do. Okay, um, they right. they're not changing. I'll um I'll light uh, a torch um so I could see a little bit better. Um. And then uh, this ore, um, am I, is there any any special characteristics that might be of the uh, Arcana type? Um, you don't really get that impression, but yeah, sure, roll an Arcana check just, to, just, to, just for the hell of it. All right, with a six <laughs> nip. I mean, nope, it's iron ore. It's okay. most most common shit you could possibly hope for. It's, yeah. Nothing, nothing special about it. All right, um, then that uh, I'm, I've got my my torch drawn and I'm ready to uh, to go down the path when everyone else is as well. All right, so uh, storage room up to a short path, about right up this direction, right dead center. I uh, don't have a map for this one, uh, but you wander in and it's not very far down the path at all that you find a rough hewn. Uh, kind of supply shed that is uh, deep within this mine. And you just see a, a bunch of accoutrement that would normally be used in this operation. Uh, you see uh, some tracks where it seems like somebody might have been trying to start putting a whole like mine cart system in. But the you can tell by the map it never really got big enough for that. There's a bunch of leftover pickaxes. There are a few... Uh, like burlap sacks, there's a couple of uh, torches, there's a uh, few candles, various mining tools. Um. I want to take the torches. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I search the room, will I find anything? Make an investigation roll. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was another natural one from Soulgrid in, yeah. You're this finding things is not your forte this game. So yeah, you yeah. Um, I uh, <laughs> I'll take a couple of candles. Um, what what's how how large are we talking? I mean, are these uh? Yeah, I mean, you got a couple torches. You got a couple of uh, I mean, larger candles, I guess, for lower light situations. I don't know why they're here. They're just here. Um, they're not. I mean. Ones that would probably burn for like six hours or so. Nothing, nothing super crazy. 
Uh, and how many are there about? Gosh, let's 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 say ten. Cool. I'll take seven. <laughs> you can, you can, you, I mean, you can just take all ten if you want. Like nothing. There's no reason to. It's in case we might need well, to we got the special shapes later. Okay. Yeah, we got the seven pointed star. That's seven yeah, right. Candles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, so you, uh, yeah, you've got that and. Uh, Burlap is uh is there any any uh, special characteristics of burlap that might be a bit <laughs> 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 like wheat, uh, right? Not wheat, but yeah. it's like yarn. Yeah, it's much. I mean it's it's rough and scratchy. Um mm. it can it can hold things. Uh, like a sturdy burlap sack can probably hold a good like ninety hundred pounds of stuff. Oh uh, like, I mean, if, if you want a sack with you, feel free. But other than that, there's nothing really uh, special about it. Is the, is, is the sack, does it, is it fairly compact if I were to just take the sack for now? Y- yes. All right, I'll take the sack. <laughs> I'll see what happens. Um, while you guys are doing this, um, every, everybody make a perception check. Everybody's in this room. All right, so that's Solgard with a 16. That is Moshare with a 13. Uh, Yaku, yeah, you've got nice. the 22 on that. Okay. And then and John. John, bringing up the rear. All right, with a 14. And just because Fetral is not quite on yet, I'm going to go ahead and roll Perception for Fetral, which is going to be a 17. All right. Uh, so everybody definitely notices this while you're in this room, you hear a distant sound that seems like kind of the rushing of wind. And it's a very kind of low whistling sound or rushing followed very shortly thereafter by a much louder crashing noise that reverberates through this entire cavern cabin. And, uh, and it sounds like a bunch of rocks crashing together, uh, maybe some beams snapping, uh, but it's a very, very loud sound. And Yaku, with that roll, uh, even beyond that, you hear the distant sound of something else. Like, right after this happens, you hear, like, a bunch of skittering, or, like, it, it, it sounds like maybe maybe rats or something smaller or whatever, but there's, there's something kind of kind of running against the stone or kind of running through the mine, not in the chamber that you're in, but somewhere remotely nearby. Am I able to tell if the sound of the the scurrying of whatever the creatures are, is that between us and the um, the origin of the other loud sound, or is it are they running away from that sound? It's hard to tell. It does seem closer, um, but with with the way this whole place echoes, uh, it is difficult to tell kind of distances and. Okay. Wow. How about how about so if I can tell that it's a little closer, the least am I able to tell um, with the twenty two? Can I tell uh, direction if they're running like uh, away from the blast and towards us, or they they don't seem like they're it's running away from it. It seems like they're maybe going maybe going toward it, maybe just going in different directions. Uh, but it, it seems like they're it, it, the sound definitely isn't coming from the direction of the the crashing. Got it. And as one who's um, pretty good at tracking and hunting and all that with that perception, 
would I be potentially be able to tell um, quantity? Yeah, you can definitely tell it's not one individual thing. Um, it it's probably several. Uh, you you can't put an exact number on it, but probably definitely greater than a couple, less than twenty. It's a very vague range, but somewhere in there. Got it. Um, I, I pass along the information. Cool. Uh, so you guys have heard all that. What you doing? All right. Well, no, I'm curious about what made that dang sound. Um, what What is the What's the lighting like um, in th that direction? If we were to go investigate, what's the lighting like down there? I mean, so that basically is coming from uh, the direction you came in. Like you 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 came into this this chamber. Uh, just off the main room, the same as it was when you came in. Just uh, very, very low lighting from these kind of bioluminescent mushrooms. Uh, but there does seem to be more dust in the air, and it seems like there's uh, there's some debris kind of settling. Um, well, and my torch uh, lights up. Um, I mean, everyone can benefit from that in the group, right? As long as we're yeah. So this this whole room is you know let's say like a hundred feet across so you can pretty easily see uh probably about halfway across it so like if you're standing up here to the north you can probably see into about the center of the room pretty easily anything beyond that's gonna be pretty uh pretty obscured that that's with the torch yeah with the torch um if you have dark vision i think it's up to like 60 feet so it's about a little further than that but about the same distance and just out of curiosity, does the does the torch uh, mess up those of us that have dark vision? No, no, no. It's yeah, it's it, it's it, it's you know, kind of like night vision goggles, I guess, where it's uh, you know, it's a little bit extra bright and it's kind of painful to look at, but you can you can see normally. Got it. I'd like to uh, carefully start walking down the uh, awkward wooden ramparts. Okay. Uh, and also, Fetral is here. Kristen slash Fetral, you should be here. Are you here? Yes, I'm here. Oh, I'm hello. Back. You have been you here have joined. About ten minutes. Cool. Uh, we couldn't hear you before. Well, I was muted because I wasn't trying to jump in. I didn't okay. know what was going on. Oh, so welcome into the game. Uh, so. Everybody decided after spending the night at the Silverleaf Inn uh, to investigate the abandoned iron mine north of town, and that is where we are. Uh, they've made their way there, mm, stumbled into the mine. It looks pretty abandoned. Solgrid was able to find a, a trail going from the entrance of the mine uh, kind of down into this central pit that's in the main chamber that you see here. Uh, they discovered a map, which led them to a storage room full of a bunch of mining equipment. And we've taken a bunch of candles and torches. Uh, and while you all were in the mine, uh, just now there was some sort of very loud crashing sound kind of toward the direction of the entrance and the sound of scurrying feet that Yaku has been able to tell you about. And that's that's basically all that's happened. Okay, so you kept Fetral with everybody for the yes. whole thing? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Fetral is here. So you guys are back in the main room. You can see 50, 60 feet uh, kind of into the center of the room. But uh, yeah, a lot of debris hanging in the air. It's been quiet. And no, no, uh, no other sounds after, after the scurrying, huh? No, not really, no. I want to go down the hole. Do it. You want, yeah. You, you want to 
you want to you want to go down the hole over here? Yeah. All right. Um. Um. What what checks have already been rolled? Um. So everybody came in when they were in the storage room. Everybody rolled a perception check just just to hear that distant sound of crashing and some scurrying. You guys kind of figured that out. Uh, Solgrid was able to roll an investigation check when they first came in to find uh, the trail and a couple of other scattered mine things. But that's about it. And this is a deep, dark hole heading towards a scary sound. Is that what I'm looking at? Uh, so what, what had happened was uh, Solgrid made the investigation roll and discovered a trail that was going from the entrance of the mine uh, down around this kind of old wooden scaffolding into a kind of craggy hole that goes, uh, you know, there's a big hole in the center of the room, which is the part of the mine itself. And in that, there is a separate smaller hole, which who knows? Who knows where that goes? It's just dark. And do we know if the sound sounded like it came from there? Uh, it did not seem to, no. Okay, can I roll a perception check on in this room on all of this creaky scaffolding? And uh, yeah, I mean, I rolled one oh, for yeah, you in the yeah. other room, but go you can go ahead and roll oh, your own if you'd you like. You did, okay, yeah. No, if you if you rolled for me, you good, okay. All right, I'm here now, caught up. I'm following Soul Grid. Okay, so Silverwood's growing toward this big hole in the ground. So you first said Silverwood, everybody else is assuming, uh, I'm assuming it's following behind or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right, right. Just because I want you to roll something there, Fetchel, go ahead and uh, make a perception check as you're going toward this hole in the ground. All right, that was an eight. You're going up toward the hole and you approach this, this, this thing. And so in the center of the room, you have the main mine, which is, I don't know, 60, 70 feet to the side. It's a, it's a pretty large uh, depression in the ground uh, being encircled by this you know, wooden scaffolding. And then off to one side of it, you have this other deeper hole, which doesn't seem to be man-made uh, because the edges of it are very rough. And it seems like almost something that was a part of the structure of like the floor of the mine that had caved in. Uh, but it is a dark, dark tunnel, despite it looking yellowish on the, uh, on the map, but it's very, very dark. And it goes down somewhere. Uh, you, you can't really see the bottom of it, but scattered around the outside of it, you do notice there are a few things. There are three or four empty potion vials scattered around uh, the ground on the outside. And they're all empty. However, they all do have this kind of strange yellowish residue uh, clinging to the inside of them. And also, uh, on the walkway, just before you get to this hole, there is a discarded uh, cloak. And this doesn't seem to be the tattered or torn like anything else that you've encountered in the mine, uh, it looks relatively new, and it's a it's a cloak that's this very uh, rich-looking dark brown leather um, with this kind of feathered hood on it. Do, is there any um, way that I could possibly know what any of these vials had contained? I'm gonna say make an insight check on this one. Um, no, you don't really get an uh, an impression with a nine. You you 
do notice there's a maybe in one of them there's a couple of drops of this like yellowish solution that smells kind of acrid in there. Um but that's that's all you really get. Um Solgrin, make Solgrin, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. There's gotta be something up with my dice because that is literally Nat fail, Nat crit, Nat fail, like crit fail. Nah, that you're going up and down, man. Like if you want to use some some real dice, go ahead. But uh, this is this is this is an interesting game so far. So with that nat twenty, here's what happens. You're up there investigating this hole, and just something on the edge of your perception tells you that something is wrong and that you're in danger. And with that, I think you kind of naturally kind of take a step backward. And as soon as you take a step backward, you for the briefest of moments, you see something very fast fly right past in front of your face. It, it seems to be some sort of projectile, like a crossbow bolt or an arrow. And after that happens, you guys hear this kind of scuttling sound and chittering and chattering. Uh, and from out of the darkness, uh, coming from of these shafts that are leading deeper into the mine, you see several figures uh, appearing and approaching you very quickly that look like uh, kind of small... I'm going to draw my hum- bow. Small humanoid critters that you could probably pretty easily recognize as these guys are, are not uncommon, uh, but they, they look very much like they are goblins. So you have... A bunch of these guys that we're going to throw out here. And everybody is going to go ahead and roll initiative because you are uh, being ambushed. Okay, seriously, there's, there's, there, there has to be something wrong. <laughs> uh, that was... <laughs> Where did okay, I that was... So good. I mean, you rolled a... You rolled 19. Never mind. I looked at the wrong one. It was a 19. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not getting multiple uh, crits in a row. All right. So everybody's rolled initiative. We have, looks like, Fetral at the top of the order with a 23, or a 2 pi, if you will, because it's 23.14. Uh, next up in the order, we have Solgrid, who's going to have a 21. Uh, following that, we are going to have, uh, looks like Mosher is going to have a 15. After him, we're going to have Yaku in the order, who's number four, with a, an 11, and then, or no, we're going to have, sorry, John in the order with an 11, uh, is number four, and Yaku is bringing up the rear with a roll of a 10. Alright, and we are rolling for goblins. Gerblins! Alright, just imagine epic battle music starting right about now. Alright, so first up in the order... It is you, Fetral. What are you going to be doing? Alright. So. My first question. Alright, I readied my bow. And so how many of these little gobbies are there? Yeah, just to set the scene, uh, they are kind of hard to see. So up here, in this general zone, you have three goblins. A couple of them have short bows. One of them has a spear of some kind. Up on this end, you also have three goblins... Uh, and they all seem to be wielding uh, kind of short swords or seven cars, and they're directed this zone. 
So you got six total that you can see from where you are. All right, and then who in our group has ranged attacks besides me? I do. Okay. I'm scared. Who else? Yaku. Yaku, okay, perfect. All right. So I am going to attack with my bow. How far away are we? Not terribly far. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna shoot at this one to the far right, farthest right of everybody, right here. I'm pinging. Okay. With my short bow. Okay. That is definitely gonna hit with a 19. Go ahead and roll damage on that. All right. And All then right. I'm gonna use a bonus action to cast Bardic Inspiration on Yaku. Okay. Or wait, uh, who's higher in the initiative? Sorry, Moshare. Moshare. Moshare's coming yeah, up. You know, so so <laughs> Alright. Uh, so yeah, Moshare, you're casting Bardic Inspiration. Uh, so, Moshare, what that means is on your turn, you're going to have an Inspiration dice, uh, which at your level, Chris, and I believe is a, a D6, right? Uh, correct. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to get a D6 uh, that you can add after the fact to any roll basically that is not damaged so an attack roll or a save something like that you can roll and then you can choose to add your inspiration die on top of that if that makes sense like that she has it there uh however also petrol you uh react really swiftly to the to the onset of this ambush pull out your short bow you knock an arrow really quick pull it back let it go and it flies just straight through the eye of one of these goblins over here and knocks him out cold and he's dead. He just hits the floor. It's like Seven really cool moment. Dead. Wow. Yeah, I feel like a badass over here. Right What's that? that yeah, it was right on the right side, the farthest to the right. He's already taken him off the map. Yep, done. Yeah, goblins, goblins have nothing as far as hit points go. So yeah, he, he is immediately knocked out. Uh, then that being said, knock next in the order is going to be Solgrin. What are you doing? Well, I'm kind of useless at range, so I'm going <laughs> to run about halfway to getting to people because I don't have very far. That I <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, you're not your monk self anymore. You can't just sprint across That's the it. map. I. So, That's all uh, my movement. So he, he's he's gearing up, getting ready, and, and, and taking off. Um, Moshera, you're next in the order. What are you doing? Uh, uh, for reactionary items, um, would I typically need to see say that immediately, um, like Fetchall did, or because Fetchall was first? Uh, as far as... Like, would I say it now, or should I have well, said it before to do, like, a reactionary drawing of, of, of something? Well, I guess this doesn't actually matter, but I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, yeah, Petrol really didn't do a reaction. It's like, uh, that was just Petrol's turn first, so, you know, getting the thing ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm still just getting used to the... Uh, yeah, it's all good. Okay, um, I'm just gonna fire off uh, some magic missiles at the. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna try and hit the three over here just because I have three. Okay. So the bows. three up on this side? 
Okay, yeah. fantastic. So you're going to do magic missile. Are you aiming each bolt at a different one, basically? All right. Yes. So that is not a spell that has to roll to hit. So just go ahead and roll a d4 damage on all of your. Do I just roll it three times? Yeah. Or... Since you're since you're targeting different things, just roll. So that's a five, a two, and you got a third one in there somewhere. Another five, right up above. Oh, there it is. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, yes, you <laughs> yeah you launch off your volley of magic missiles. They home in and find their targets. Uh, and these two on the ends here uh, just kind of get drilled in the chest and get pushed backwards a little bit. Uh, this guy takes a glancing blow, but still looks like kind of smarts. Is there anything else you are wanting to do with that turn? Are you... That's... Uh... Yeah, unless you're moving, that's pretty much all you can do. Yeah, that'll do it. So, that is Moshare, and then the Gerblins are actually going to get a turn, uh, and these guys over here are going to do something. Uh, this one has a short bow that I believe he's going to take a couple steps forward and he's going to fire at the closest target here, which is also going to be Fetral. So he is shooting at you, Fetral. Rolls a 13, which uh, does not hit you, correct? 13 versus your AC? Uh, that is my armor class. AC is 13. Alright, so he is actually going to hit on that. He's going to do a whopping uh, two points of damage to you. Uh, oh, catches you I'm catches wounded. You, in the armor. <laughs> you are you are currently wounded. Uh, you got like just the tip of an arrow sticking into you, but uh, hasn't really done a whole lot. Uh, so that's that guy. This other guy has got a spear that he's going to move forward and throw at whoever's here. The the red cape is that John? Uh that might red be. Are you talking on about a white now? background yeah, is petrol. Red cape with no background is John. John. All right. So he's going to take a couple steps forward and chuck a spear at you. Uh, and he's going to roll a fat nat one. Uh, so he just like it slips out of his hand and clatters to the floor of this cavern, and he just looks dejected and ashamed of himself. But up next, John. You. That is. That's you. What are you doing? Uh I have nothing. Uh, so, what's the max distance I can run to for my character? Man, you're like, in a rough. You're in a rough spot. So you're right there. You have 30 yeah. feet of movement. So at the most, you'd probably be about uh, able to get to about here, which is kind of the edge of this uh, right. hole in the ground. But uh, I mean, if you unless you want to do fancy shit, like you can try to do fancy shit. Uh, and like roll some athletics and try to be like, no, I'm gonna run up here and try to jump and grab the edge of this uh, this scaffolding. Oh, okay. So uh, yes. you, you can do that. It's it's gonna have a high chance of failure. But feel, don't let me stop you. Ah, that will stop me. I will try and run up, uh, <laughs> grab the ledge to block off and do some. So what do you want me to uh, roll? So you're going to roll athletics on this. So you're going to run up and try to like jump in and vault over this edge here. All right. God, okay. So that's a 22. Uh, not that, but that, 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 that actually is going to work. So this is really badass. You do some parkour shit. And you are, you kind of just start taking off on a dead sprint. You launch off in your left leg, jump up, and grab the ledge of this and pull yourself up over it. And you are now going to be standing right up about here, uh, much closer. 
that's going to count as your actions and movement, so that's not you're not going to be able to attack this turn, but you are you are definitely up there. Uh, All right, I right. draw my sword and shield. And, All right, and then turn. You're ready. Okay, so next up in the order, we're going to have uh, group two of the Gerblins who are over here. And these guys are all melee, and they say, you know, they just saw this really badass dude kind of flip over, so they're kind of intimidated by that right now. However, one of them is going to be bold, and he's going to move, so he's going to move up, take a short sword, and attempt to just cut you right in half with that. Uh, and he's going to roll a 22 versus AC, which I'm assuming hits you. Yeah, I am... I would assume on. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. You don't think your AC is quite that high? No, no, no. Oh, oh, I didn't know if it meant. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. It doesn't matter as long as it goes over. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so 22 hits, uh, and he's going to roll a fat uh, four damage on that. Uh, so, he, he does run up and just kind of slash you across the leg where your armor is at a weak point. Um, and you're bleeding a little bit, but not too bad. It's only four damage. Uh, these other two guys, uh, I believe, are going to kind of try to block off the rest of the path. So one's going to go uh, about down there to the start of this uh, this scaffolding here, and the other one can't quite make it there, but it's going to move a little bit closer. And that's about all they can do, and they're going to end their turn, which means we're back at bottom of the order, which is going to be Yaku. What are you doing, Yaku? Can you tell me the the distance between those two goblins that just moved to to cut us off? Like what, how close are they together? Um, these guys, probably about 10 feet. Awesome, I'm gonna do Entangle on them. Okay, how's that working? The, the description, uh, grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20 foot square, uh, starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain, a creature in the area. When you cast a spell, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. Ooh, fantastic. All right. Um, do you happen to know what your spell save DC is? Um, do I just, like, click the spell, or what do I do? Uh, so spell save DC would be 10 plus your proficiency plus whatever your spell casting modifier is. So for a druid, I think your spell casting is on... Spell save DC is 13. Oh, 13. All right. So Thanks. they're going to have to roll a strength versus 13. All right, so they're both going to try to roll strength against that 13. Uh, they are not terribly strong creatures, so we'll see how that goes. One is actually going to make it, and the other one is not. So this guy who is the closest is going to make the save, and he manages to break free the vines. This one over here, however, is completely wrapped up, and it is uh, going to be entangled for sure. Uh, and he's, he's, he's struggling against that. Awesome. So, anything else you're doing? Oh, you know what? Um, am I able to? Let me look here. I have a combat wild shape. It's a oh. bonus action. Okay. Am I able to? I don't know if I've ever used that before. I'm, I'm still pretty sinking new to this as well. Is, is that something I'm able to do right now? Yeah, if it's a bonus action, sure. What do you? What can you do with that? I'd like to turn into a dire wolf. Ooh, fun. Okay. Um, so you're gonna shift into a dire wolf. Do you have like specific stats on that? Like, I do. It... Okay, cool, cool. As long as you know what you're doing, I'll trust yeah. you. I will. Uh, I think I can share them in the thing. I'll put it up. All right. 
Cool. So, uh, Ian, everybody yeah. else, you just... What was that? Oh, sorry. Um... Never mind. That's it. Cool. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So you guys see Yaku just like mold and shift and slowly take on the form of this giant wolf uh, that is now standing where Yaku once was standing. That's an awkward sentence, but whatever. We'll move on. Uh, back to the top of the order. Ventral, what are you doing? All right. So we have how many little gobbies back left? Uh, so you have... Four? I see four. You, you have five. So one is engaging John right now. Two are up over here. Uh, two are up over here. One of these, this one is entangled, so he can't move. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I am going to cast Vicious Mockery on this one who dropped his spear. Okay. And, <laughs> and make fun of him for dropping his spear. Okay, what uh-huh. you got? Throw, throw an insult out. <laughs> so this guy who just dropped his spear, I'm gonna yell at him and say, "I'd say you're as dumb as a rock, but rocks offer better conversation." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, go ahead and do your uh, your vicious mockery, which I believe is. Do they have to save against? Yeah. All right. Uh, what's the save? Twelve. All right. So the save is twelve. Oh, All right. Uh. Um, yeah, he's gonna make that, so, that being said, if he makes the save, looks like nothing happens, so he does make the save on that one. Um, and, yeah, your best, your best insult seems to, he seems to show. It's a wisdom save, or it takes the damage. Uh, yes. So, he, he does save on that one, just barely, um, maybe, maybe it's just because he doesn't understand common and he doesn't really take your insult to heart, but, uh, yeah. Sure, yeah, that's shrugs, what I did. Sh- shrugs that off. Salt Grid, what are you doing on your turn? Running, running my way up the steps. Uh, I mean, you're right. <laughs> I, like, I, you, can, you can get to this dude, right? Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, so you're going, you're going up the steps and you're attacking this guy? Uh, you're attacking with a... 12, which is double checking. Yeah, just not quite gonna hit, so you're a bit winded when you get there and you just barely miss him. You are in range for, for the next turn. Okay. Yeah, that's all I can do, really. Alright, Mo Share, what are you doing? I'll fire a firebolt at the end of the bridge behind. This one right here? So alright, yeah. go for it. Alright, that is going to be a 20, not nat to hit, but he uh, definitely nails him. Roll some damage on that there for a fireball. Okay, it does uh, it does successfully nail him, but uh, it just kind of sputters against his arm a little bit. His eyebrows get sensed off, but, you know, he's he's, he's mostly okay still. Uh, 20 to Yep. Um, so, then... These goblins over here are going to do something. This one is going to take another step forward, and it's going to take another shot at Fetral over here, uh, yeah. which is going to be a yeah, which is going to be a twelve to hit, which does not hit you. Correct? I would tell you, but I don't have enough room on my screen <laughs> to look at all of the things at the same time. You said it. You said it was thirteen. Uh, twelve before. does not hit. Yeah. Cool. Yep. He he just misses you. That arrow sails right over your shoulder. Uh, this other guy, uh, he threw his spear, he, he shot his load and didn't connect, so 
I think he's going to take his action, drawing uh, like a scimitar that he has, and he's going to move, and he's going to move up toward kind of this direction, toward John, that isn't quite going to get there. And that's their turn. Next up, we're going to have John. You're right there. You got this guy right in front of you who's attacking you. Uh, you got another one coming up behind. What are you doing? I don't like the looks of this. Uh, all right, the guy to my left is the one that uh, tagged me right off the bat, right? Uh, yeah, this one, this one rushed up and tagged yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, let's, uh, got my sword. Let me, let, let me try and step. All right. You roll it. Oof. Ow. All right, that is a, that is a oh. one. Unfortunately, even with that plus four, uh, you... I don't know. I don't know, John. You're just you're getting some stage fright, and you just pull it out, and and he he dodges it. <laughs> you, you got nothing. You got nothing. I'm sorry, um, but uh, I believe uh, I believe that's that's all you're doing. I mean, I believe you you can action surge if you wanted to try another shot at it, but if not, then would action surge have any kind of downside? Like, would that leave me more vulnerable next time, or...? No, only that you can use it a, a limited number of times. You are level two right now. Yeah, John, at your level, uh, you can you can do an axe insurance once per long rest. So that's that's kind of your one and done. So I... I, I, I yep, all right, then I'm saving it. I'm good, I'm done. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so then up in the order, we are going to have... Other goblins. This guy is still entangled, which he's going to roll to try to break free from, and he's not going to succeed. We have this other dude uh, who is right near Soul Grid, which is going to turn and attack him. Pal, he is going to roll a 13 versus AC. Does that hit you? All right, he swings wide, doesn't connect at all. And then we also have this guy who is still attacking John. Who is going to roll a? Mm. This guy is—he he is like a lord of goblins or something because he rolls a twenty-three, which is uh, very much going to hit, unfortunately, John. And he is going to swing for another three damage against you. So you're this. This guy's cutting you up, man. How many hit points you got, John? I got. I'm down to sixteen, I think. Yeah. Six, six, you're down to 16. Oh, no, oh, no, sorry. No, 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 I had four from before. What did you hit me for before? Uh, so before I, I hit just you, now. I hit you three for just now. Okay, so that's down to uh, 13. 13, yeah. Oh, these guys are, are slicing and dicing, yeah. All right, and yeah, then last sorry. up in the last up in the order, we have Yaku. What are you doing? Um, where am I at? Which which is my token? Yeah, so you're around, you're around right there. Um, how do I get him there? I'm in dire wolf form. Um, I'm going to run and um, leap and bite for this dude's neck over here. Okay, so you're in that form. I'm looking at your little uh, your dire wolf stats right now. He can move 50 feet if you're looking for speed. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. Um, so I'm assuming you're doing like your your bite attack, which is going to have a plus five to hit. Yeah, I was just going to say, because of the, uh, the hack attack, whatever it is there, right? Yeah. 
So I don't think you have a I don't think you have a button for that. So yeah, just roll a roll a d20 and then we'll add five to it. All right, yeah, 21 is absolutely gonna hit. Uh, so you lunge forward and bite him, and that's a, a 2d6 plus three damage on that, I believe. So yeah, go ahead and roll your 2d6. All right, so that's seven plus three. Uh, you leap forward and you just maul the ever-loving shit out of this goblin. Uh, and you grab him by the neck and shake him back and forth and just tease him. I'm going to throw him down the pit. You do it. You throw him, uh, you <laughs> toss him into the pit and his corpse falls off uh, the ledge and he's just, he's dead. All right, so this, this is how you awaken Shadow. This, this guy. And fire. And the Balrog rises. <laughs> it's it's not it's not impossible. Um, all right, so that one's. I can't believe the goblin's a virgin though. Uh, oh. I, I I don't know if I have that information. I uh, am aware <laughs> of that mythology. Uh huh. Um, so that one's dead. So you got four left. The and Fetral, we're going back to you. All right, here we go. Um, my magic shit's not working, so I'm just gonna keep using my bow because that did a thing, uh-huh. and I'm gonna shoot at. Uh, the, I believe I'm gonna shoot at this guy, the this one here. Okay. And I'm just gonna, you know, keep shooting you. shit. Yeah, with the it's six, you. you are gonna not nail this one. You, you're, I don't know, you're tired, you're jittery, but you miss him. Pew Anything pew. else you're doing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I'm just gonna All right, so standing here. Soul Grin, it's back to you. You're next to this entangled one that is still entangled. Attack him again. Okay, do it. It's a 13. These guys are. It's not that hard to hit, guys, but that's not quite gonna do it. Um, yeah, and, and he just does like a matrix dodge and like uses the vines to like lean against and just kind of swing out of the way. He doesn't get it. Uh, Solver, that's your turn, right? Yeah. All right, Moshair. And it sucks not being a monk, doesn't it, man? <laughs> Moshair, what are you doing? Uh, I'll just go with the... Uh, I'm going to do some more some magic missiles okay. again. Um, yeah, I'm going to try... I'm going to shoot magic missiles at these three. Uh, so just uh, roll damage on that? All right, so we got four... Five and four. All right, yeah, you nail all three of these guys with a an arcane bolt. Uh, they they take a dead center, and all of them kind of stagger backwards a bit, and they've got like a smoking hole is right in the middle of their chest, and they're 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 still up, but they are not looking fantastic at all. So yeah, you you do that, and just to clarify, there, Moshe, are your magic missile is that a level one spell, or is that a you have that as a cantrip? That's a level one. Not a cantrip, so that just uh, did all my spell slots for this. Uh, battle, yep. Right? So that's uh, you can cast cantrips now, but your spell slots are done. So, yep. Okay. Okay. So uh, they Chris? they are hurt though. Yes, sir. I have a potential issue. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. I'm looking at my entangle spell for the duration, and it says that it's concentration. Oh, that would be true. Okay. So as soon as you. Uh, Shifted so into Direwolf. Yeah, so he, he needs to be back in the lineup, which he wouldn't have. Um, it just means that he, he, in terms of being up next, he won't be entangled. 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks for catching that. But that guy is uh, no longer entangled. And so that was Mouse Share. Next up in the order, we have these two goblins. And this one is going to come up and also attack John, who is getting swarmed up here, which I guess is the price of doing parkour. God, I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just rolling really well. Uh, so that's going to be a 20 versus AC, which is going to hit you. Dude, and yeah. I know. It's it's rough. And he's going to... He's gonna do five damage, which is gonna bring you down to, I believe, uh, eight hit points. Eight. Yep. yep. So he stabs you in the back. You, John isn't looking good, guys. He's getting swarmed by these garblins. Uh, and this other one up here, uh, I believe, is he's gonna swing around and help his buddy. So he's gonna move right past John over here, about that far. Uh, he can't quite make it close enough in this turn, but he's gonna move back that way. Um, and then we're going to John. What are you doing? John's thinking about unparkouring this whole thing. Yeah, uh, you're you're getting flanked here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is ah. Uh, how much? Uh, how much health does a health potion restore? Like, what? It, how does that? How does that work? Uh, so your standard health potion, I believe, is. 1d4 plus 2. I'd have to look that up. I think that's about that's what it is. So you would just say you, you can use it as an action uh, and then you'd do whatever roll it says. Uh, so we're looking 2d4 plus 2 for healing. Yeah, so if you have one of those 2d4 plus 2. So you just say you're using that and then roll that uh, roll that number. Is that what you'd like to do? No. Uh, is there a way I can parkour back down to where uh, everything was and maybe join back with the group? I don't think this one through. Uh, didn't, so didn't, the, didn't, uh, the problem is this. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. No, nope, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. So the problem, the problem is this. So the problem is this. He's the shield bearer, man. He is the shield bearer. You've got these two goblins right here. If you are going mm-hmm. to move... Like, you can take an action to disengage, uh, mm-hmm. which is going to let you break away and move away. If you don't do that, you're you're going to take an attack of opportunity from both of these guys if you move out of the space. Yeah. But here's, but here's the problem. If you're trying to parkour back down, that's going to cost an action for you to try to do that. So you can disengage, but you can't parkour. You could possibly, because those like... those are two actions. Yes, so you could possibly go around this way, you just can't, like, go back the way you came. Well, screw it. Uh, I'd rather just try and get the damage. Let's, uh, I'm gonna swing around for the, uh, I'm gonna swing around on the dude on the left. Okay, roll to hit him. Yeah! Uh, you don't even need to roll damage on that, because, like, he, he's not right. doing great, and you're gonna do at least two, which is gonna kill him. Uh, but you, you crit the shit out of that with a nat 20 to 24. How are you going to kill this guy? Ah, Lord, I, I'm already hurting, so it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be brutal, but I'm also going to be tired, so it's a lot of slumping and even and that blade inside of him, and uh, credits. Nice. Very, very quick and efficient, but that guy is sliced and dice, <laughs> and he's done. So you've killed him, uh, and by my count, you guys have got, you're, you're down to half the garments. 
so next up in the order is going to be this group. This one is no longer entangled uh, and is going to attack Solgrid still, which is right in front of him. That one. He also just almost... watched his friend get into ship by the uh, dire wolf. Yeah, so he's 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 kind of like pissing his pants a little bit. So he uh, he almost drops his sword there, but absolutely doesn't doesn't hit anything. Uh, and then this goblin over here is going to move uh, right up uh, in Solgrid's grill as well, and get close enough to go ahead and attack. Oh, it's going to be a 15, Solgrid. Does that hit you? No. Nope. So he is winded when he gets there and misses as well. That's their turn, last in the order. We got Yaku. What are you doing? Um, I'm wondering... I'm going to take a look really quick at, again, the size of the dire wolf. Um, but I'm wondering if I can jump on both those dudes and just pin him down. Um, uh, it says he's close to the size of a horse. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a pretty large wolf. I mean, that's not necessarily an attack that you have. However, you can try to do it if you want to jump on. Like, you're not trying to kill him. You're just trying to, like, pin him to the ground. Yeah, kind, kind of a, like, like a, a blunt, you know, lunge attack uh, that would ideally end up with, with me. Um, yeah, in, in, incapacitating them. The idea, idea, you know, ideally, I'd love to get some information from them before we kill all of them. Okay. Um, so how we're gonna do this is. Mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. any of us speak a goblin language? That's a great question. However, I speak there. Gnomish. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that's. Let me start the G. Come on. <laughs> yep, basically, basically the same thing. Oh, man. No, no, no. Silent G's are not in the same yeah, thing with regular G's. Silent G is a ninja. <laughs> so, I guess what I'm going to have you do is make an athletics check because you're trying to do something fancy and throw yourself against two of these guys at the same time. Uh, and this is going to be like a weird contested roll where they're going to try to make a, like a dex save to not be pinned down. So go ahead and make a, a really solid, like, athletics check. Got it. Well, I appreciate you not just telling me to piss off, so here, here goes nothing. I try not to. All right, so nine uh, is not high. So they're going to do strength checks. Uh, one of them is going to get a nat 20 and dodge nimbly out of the way. Oh. The, the other one, however, you will catch. So this guy is just like... Dodges out of the way real quick, and I'll even do this because I'm nice. That guy dodged out of the way and didn't disengage from combat with Solgrid. So, so go ahead and take an opportunity attack against this this guy right here. Just gonna miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh oh yeah. oh hey look oh hey look you got a fucking twenty two. So as that guy dodges out of the way, you take that warhammer and just like. You know, it's a it, it, it's it's a freaking. I uh, I got this. Yeah, you As got he it. He turns away from me. I'm gonna raise it above <laughs> my head and smash his head so hard that it crumples his body to the floor into a small pile of goo, just oh, brain, that's... intestine, and feet all in one little pile. <laughs> that's that is horrifying, but it kills him all the same. So that guy's done. 
Um, I think they call it the Debo. <laughs> Gooing someone, I think, maybe. Oh, that's, I thought that was a different thing entirely, but um. That that's. Yeah, Urban Dictionary, that one, dude. Is there, is there like a scientific like, uh, name for that off. kind of injury? <laughs> oh god. Okay. So yeah, you, either way, you cross this this goblin, he's gone. Uh, however, Yaku, you do manage to beat this guy's deck save, uh, and you just throw your giant direwolf farm at him and just bowl him over. And you are now successfully on top of him. He is going to be considered to be grappled. Uh, and it's going to try to get out of that if he gets the next turn. But he's down. Uh, uh, so that was you. We're back to the top of the order. Petrol, uh, what are you doing? So there's only two left? Correct. And this guy that's next to John and the guy that's currently being pinned down by the big boy. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with this uh, bow and arrow nonsense since it seems to be my most effective tool at the moment and I don't want to spend my spells. So... Gonna go with this yeah. little bow and arrow thing towards the one attacking John. All right, roll it. Nineteen absolutely hits. You throw that arrow back, and yep, you you nailed this one uh, straight in the uh, somewhere vital. Let's say right through the heart. And he he he's got a sword up, ready to attack John again. He just. Stops. It's got the arrow sticking out, and it just falls dead in the ground. I'm really glad that the arrow didn't go right through the hole that Mosher put in his chest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Se- All right. Separate hole. I have created a new hole in him. All right. <laughs> uh, and so you guys are all backed up, um, and the only goblin that is left is currently not looking well and is pinned down by a giant wolf. So for the purposes of this, I'm just going to say combat is over. You've got this one guy that is still alive, not looking great, pinned down. But uh, yeah, we're out of combat. Can I investigate that? Yeah, make a make an Arcana check. Uh, yeah, looks like a normal club to you. It's it's pretty. uh, (laughs) That was a six. I mean, there's not with a six. There's not a lot I can do for you. Um, is uh, is there any chance that since I'm a sorcerer, I might uh, have like an advantage? Uh, you possibly could. You do have a more pressing concern right now, though, is you still have a goblin alive that uh, Yaku's wolf form is pinning down. So yeah, yeah. There's two other guys closer to that goblin. I'm more interested in this fucking cloak. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this cloak for a minute unless somebody else <laughs> wants to look at it. I'm just gonna hold it. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna like keep it. Um. Here, I mean. If if it's out, let's just uh, I don't know. Like I'm just gonna keep it with us for the rest. Like I'm picking it up and putting it in my pack. Anybody who wants to investigate it can. It's open for that. But like the other three got that other gobby. Sounds good. All right. Um. So yeah, you didn't succeed in investigating that. Uh. What's what are you guys doing with this goblin? I'm gonna um turn to human form. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And attempt to get information. All right, how how you how you doing this? What do you what do you what's your opening line here? I'm let me, I'm gonna check my character sheet really quick to see. I'm not one with words, so I don't <laughs> I don't know if I'll be the best one to do this. I'll just ask him. Uh, so I'll just I'll just ask in common then. Uh, you know what? 
was your purpose for attacking us? Make a. Uh, hmm. I mean, you got him. You got him pretty dead to rights here. So make an intimidation roll. It's which is not going to be. Uh, uh, not going to be very hard. Is he? Uh, can, um, so, uh, just really can he ask this in form? Is he still in direwolf form, and can he speak common? No, no, he's oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so you with that four, <laughs> you yeah, you you approach him and you're just like, what is your purpose in attacking us? And the goblin just makes it like. Uh, a really gross, like, throat noise and just, like, yeah, Hawks a loogie and spits it to the floor next to your feet. Um, I'm right next to him. Go. Right? Yeah, Solgrid, you're right next to him. What do you want to do? Right. Uh, so, and the goblin is still on the ground? Yep. Face up or face down? Yeah, face up. Alright, so... I, I don't like where this is going already. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over to the goblin... Take his hand to the side, hold it down, and make sure the little pinky is out by itself, and smash his <laughs> pinky with my hammer. God, you're a brutal son of a bitch. Are, are you making you're him? No, because that's not within his his like because you're lawful good. Yeah, this is pretty. Can uh, you do that shit? For a lawful good. You're lawful good. <laughs> Actually, yes. like I can do that you shit, and you're like... supposed to yell at me for it. No. <laughs> Unless you're like not... a, a blood oath against like. Goblins. If you don't know anything about paladins, then y'all should shush up. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. What do we I not know, know about paladins? Good there, means. I don't need to know about pallies. There's a, there are plenty of things that they have written to the rules that allow you to get around some of the somewhat ridiculous lawful good things. Uh, part of that will be part of uh, Oath of the Crown. Also, they're goblins. Yeah, they're they're pretty evil creatures. Uh, okay, sure. Um, so you're just so you're going up and doing all this. Uh, so you're crushing yes. his finger. Are you trying to ask him anything, or are you just like torturing him for the fun of it? No, I smash his finger and then point back to the other guy. All right. So I guess I guess he's leaving it on you, Yaku. Uh, if you want to, <sighs> hmm. but it is not with it. Yeah, my. If you want to ask him again, yeah, I guess I guess make another. Yeah, I'll do. It's not to be intimidation though. I'm gonna kind of plead with him. Like, it, it's in your best interest uh, if you just tell us what's going on here. Make a persuasion roll with advantage. Because he, uh, you have been helped immensely by Solgrid here. So now I put advantage on. There we yeah. go. Persuasion. Yeah. Here comes negative one again. Better watch out. Oh no! So fifteen. That's really good. Um, against a stupid creature like this goblin is. He he just I looks up at you stupid. and says, "Why should we attack you? You're invaders. You've come to our home. What do you want from us?" Got a point there, guys. Uh, I mean, we did attack first. While Yuck. No, no, they shot. They shot an arrow first. Oh yeah. I just wanted to say that while Yaku is uh, saying this, I have prepared another finger just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he 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 is very incredulous and is accusing you of invading their home, and you know. 
why shouldn't they attack you? I mean, if you wanted to start over, we could talk. Talk about what? What do you what do you what do you want from us? What do you want here? There's nothing here for you. I just I look I look around the rest of you guys and just make that like the eyes wide open face like I would much rather, you know, like turn into some sort of cave creature and, and run away like this is not my shit right now. If if that can all if that can be communicated in, in a in the face, uh in, in the it, it can. You you can you can also just be like, Hey guys, this isn't my shit. Um <laughs> But yeah, if anybody else wants to jump in here, you can. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> okay, John comes over. Jump on another toe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So now we're over here. We've got one finger lined up. You're on the yep. ground. We know what to, we, we, we know what the score is. Uh, yeah. So I would like to uh, angrily yell at him and ask him uh, if there's any more of his buddies that we need to be worrying about. He says, not not here, deeper in the mine, but most of them have, most of them are already run off and uh, abandoned us. Most of us who were left or were here and you killed, killed my friends, you asshole. Yeah, well, I might feel a little bit bad about that, but uh, why would they run away? It doesn't seem safe in here anymore after after everything that's gone on. With that woman who came through and killed so many of us. Wait, what woman oh, did you get her name? Was her name Edna? Or, or <laughs> I don't know what her name was. She... Dolores? Or we, Elena? Was it we don't know what her Lenore? name was. She, she came in like you, like she owned the place and we attacked her and she and she killed a bunch of she shot lightning at us and killed three of my friends. I ran off. We weren't prepared for that. I mean, that guy shot mm. fire at y'all and you didn't run away. I'm pointing at Mosher. At this point, what? At this point, what else have we got to lose? Your lives. Yeah, well, I know that. I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> and your fingers. So, I'm all the way over here yeah, just yeah, heckling, yeah, we, but like. Y'all should really ask more about the lightning lady. That that's that's kind of uh what did she ask anything or did she just come in and kill you guys? Like we, what was she looking we, for anything? We don't know. She she came in a bunch of times, uh and she would always come down to that hole in the ground that goes to, into the dark place that we don't go into. But she she would she would go there and drink her potions and and do whatever I don't know what she was doing down there. It's we don't go into the underdark. So what you're saying is that we were about to leave you alone by going down into the hole you don't go into, and then you attacked us. That was a good plan. And we thought so at the time. Um. Did uh? Did this woman? Did she have people with her, or did she have objects that would uh, come in and out uh, that you noticed yeah. uh, during her? She was always alone, and uh, no, no signs of of items coming in or out. We didn't pay that close of attention after she killed us. It's, it's, she attacked, and we just left her alone after that. And this lightning. Uh, did uh 
it appear that she needed um, some type of focus to use this, or was this? How am I supposed to know? I don't. I don't know. Was she holding a rock or anything? Did she could have been, I guess. I yeah. I was. I was too busy watching my friends die. What color uh, shoes was she wearing at the time? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Voshter just pulls out his his uh, crossbow and just nails one, one at him. Just gonna shoot him and kill him? <laughs> Alright. I don't like this guy. Alright, I guess. Okay, cool. So Voshter pulls out a crossbow and drills this guy and he's dead. Alright. That was eventful. Um, <laughs> Alright. Um, cool. You could have at least gotten a physical description of the lightning lady so that we knew if it was Edna Lenore Tamara person. Oh. Yeah, so. We, I'm throwing my hands up at you, Mosher. And I'm muttering as you hold under my breath. Feet away. All right. Um, so, yeah, all the goblins are dead. The mind seems pretty quiet for now. You guys are here. Uh, so, right now. You guys have have miraculously gained all the XP needed to level to three. So we're going to take a bit of an extended intermission. All right, so we have defeated the goblins. They're all dead. You guys are left in a, an abandoned mine. Um. All is quiet. All is calm. You you have a mysterious hole in the ground so that like, just, an hour ago. lady has gone into, according to hole. the goblin you interrogated and then killed. <laughs> uh, that's over <laughs> there where our soul grid is standing, uh, and that's where we Which find of us ourselves. Have, um, dark vision. What do you guys want to do? I do. I do as well. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do not. All right. How do you do that? Because it, it's a have torches. And seven oh, that's candles. Right. That's right. You have seven. I forgot about that. Mm. Yes, so you all uh so yeah, dark vision or torchlight or whatever can give you a visual range of about uh fifty, sixty feet in a dark space, I believe. The hole's deeper than that. Um, because with that you can't really see uh toward the bottom of it, the only thing that you can really surmise is that when you stand nearer to the hole, uh, the the Didn't this faint sound the, of rushing uh, water seems a bit ball. louder. Uh, and it sounds like there's almost a sound of water coming from that was, yeah, I have something somewhere down it, that. So, but so with the you ring, can't see the bottom of it. Um, if we have something heavy, we can drop it to the bottom and I can, yes. I can attach... Uh, yes, wait. Uh, yes, you did find that. I can put a spell on it and also, attach wait, light to up? it. Uh, and put daylight on it. Um, but I'm wondering, because we're hearing something with water, I wonder if maybe we want to make that a little bit heavier so it doesn't float away. But if you guys can think of anything, or if we uh, look around for like a heavy rock or something, I guess. Three, three things. Three things. Um, Where did y'all find this fucking ring? And then tell me more about that. And yeah, there's then, plenty of those. Uh, I'm in. Uh, three. Oh, okay. How long is the amount of rope in like the packs that everyone has? Like, how much rope do we have? 
Cool. Someone give the ring backstory. Uh, sure. Um, so while you were not here, uh, we figured that Mosher had spent enough time with the magic items overnight to kind of like real like snuggle up real close to him and try to kind of figure out what they are. He did not manage to figure out what the uh you you he spent enough time with those magic items to uh figure out what the ring and the dagger that you found in last section actually were. Uh, and you had a ring of feather falling, and it's an aquamarine dagger, which I did link uh, descriptions of in the chat. You can also look those up. But it was a ring that grants feather falling, which basically slows your fall speed to a survivable level, and a dagger, which is a plus two to attack, that can also magically transform into a longsword. So you found those things. He, that's the um, stuff that he found. You also found have two potions that he found that, uh, Tamara that room, weren't really right? identifiable. So... Yeah, uh, that's where you got the ring. I've got 50 feet of rope. I have none. Like her I have zero. Correct. Kristen's asking how much rope everybody has. I just has have the entertainer's packs. pack, which does not have any rope. <laughs> can I I've drop something down, down it and count it? Can I, can you can drop, I what, drop a rock can you do and what there? count how long Red, it takes solar. to hit the bottom? So I'll say if you take a, uh, a big-ass rock and toss it down there, you get right, the impression that it's probably this, about and, uh, 100 feet. I don't know down. if I want to be the one to try that out. It's like it's not that much farther than you can see, really, because you can see well, about 50, 60 feet. The, uh, the it's probably the about 100 feet. Right? Yeah, that is what they said. It is what the goblin said, that it was the pathway to the yeah. Underdark. Although, um, yeah. I mean... They also indicated that she traveled down there, so I'm wondering if there's a there's got to be something that we're missing. I mean, maybe there's like a a passage or like a hidden um, like a, a mechanism so or I'm, something. I'm gonna suggest that I go into like salamander mode or something, and and I can I can scurry down there. But what I was talking earlier about the spell with the light that, that'll take up. Um, That'll take up a slot that maybe we don't want to use right now if we have to get into battle again. So unless anybody's opposed or you have something else you'd rather me do, I can I can at least go down and investigate that way and see if there might be anything down there that maybe she had rigged. Uh so yeah, you can totally do that. Um oh, I really can we uh... like I'm seeing this image of you as a bat trying to hold onto a lit candle. <laughs> Like flapping <laughs> your way down this little passage. I could, yeah, I don't. That sounds pretty badass. I don't know if my character is there yet. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you? What? It, what? What forms do you have? Do you have anything that's uh, that can fly? Oh no! Yeah, I can't fly yet. Not at level three. Yeah. Okay. Um. So there is that. Wait. Can we? Uh, two things. Carrick, I believe you had a question of some kind. Yeah. Sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Um. So simply, I could like light a torch and use Mage Hand to uh, put the torch a little bit lower, so we can see some stuff in the hole. Not all, not a hundred feet, 
but the other thing is um i we we went into battle after uh Fetral picked up that cloak and um i think it would might be wise for us to uh take a, a peek at that and see if that might be something that's useful to us in this uh, situation oh good call yes forgot about the cloak um yeah so any, i mean anybody who wants to investigate the cloak i guess it's, go it's, it's a like cloak they, with a feathered hood and it would be really yeah. weird if it was feather falling or or like Carrick suggested earlier uh a wings of flying yeah make a make an investigation check i already have uh, or, or not not, inve- not investigation um Anybody who's investigating it, make a uh, arcana check. And I'm sure somebody will get so, this. Anybody that's not me. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, Solgrid, you don't know shit about magic anything with a six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, Moshir with a 14 in your, ba- uh, in your magical knowledge, you're able to spend a little bit of time with this, just like really feeling up this cloak. You can establish that this cloak has definitely never belonged to Strahd. Um, but also, what? that was, that was a joke entirely for Brad. Um, <laughs> you can also, you, you can also figure out that this is probably a cloak of elven kind, uh, that I have a thing for. Oh. So let me go ahead and link you to the compendium entry on that. So there you go. It's Club Elvenkind, which basically just gives you a bonus to stealth checks if you're wearing it. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really help as far as like uh, falling down a hole would go. So that's what that is. Hey, Chris. Yes, sir. Um, can I go? I want to do a perception check, um, like on the entrance in the area, like around the hole. Like if I am going to go any sort of animal form, like to. Just see if there is anything around there. See if maybe there's something that, uh, like a little, I don't know, any sort of like a, what would you call it? Like a lever or anything that might, uh, pull yeah, roll it, man. Give us a rope roll. like that. Cool. Yeah, roll a, roll a perception. Here we go. Oh, with 11, uh, yeah, you don't notice a lot, you know, that, that, you haven't picked up on before. Uh, like I said earlier, there's a few vials, empty vials, uh, that look like they contain some sort of liquid strain about the entrance of the hole. Um, some kind of yellowish liquidy thing. Uh, and, I mean, the, yeah, you, you don't get a lot other than that. How much is left of all the yellowish liquid if we were to combine it? A couple drops. Maybe. Oh. It's been... Yeah. Is it the same yellow as the vial that I found in that in her room, or is it a different? It really does look that way. It looks really, really close to that color. Interesting. Whoa, mm. he got really excited. I think you, he you, can, out. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you hear the smile in my voice there? Like I don't. I, I kind of want to taste the the yellow liquid just to see if it like feels different to me. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, I, can random. I, I don't just want to drink a potion and jump down a hole, okay? Yeah. Um, I'm not 16 anymore. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Oh, That's gorgeous. 
Okay, yeah, so the it does look really, really similar to that yellow potion that you did find in the collapsed house. Uh, Sulgrid, you said you wanted to just try some. I wanted to Are try you... the leftover yellow liquid that's in the other uh, one, just to see if it makes me feel any different. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a good time. <laughs> so you pick up a vial and taste some, and it and it has... It tastes like ennui. Like it has some sort of like imperceptible quality to it that you can't quite put your finger on. Uh, however, it doesn't taste bad. And when you take a couple drops into your mouth, like in just the most imperceptible way, you you feel like oh, just a little bit lighter. Uh, you know, you feel, oh, there's a spring in your step, like, maybe, yeah, maybe you lost, like, five pounds, and you're feeling good about yourself, but it's, it's really subtle. That's, that's what you get. Um, so, so I really just want to yell at him to, to throw me the ring, take a swig, and jump down the hole. Uh, I mean, you can, if you want to. Um, well, well is, that being said, is, I have a vial of it, so how much would it take for, uh, I mean, he's safe, right? He's not. It's not poison or whatever. It doesn't seem to be. So could we do you think there's enough in the vial that I found for us to uh that's, drink that's a great question. I'll be fine if it's poison. Is I mean, do we is Yaku <laughs> still up here with us while we're all sorting this out, or did he already go down in, in salamander form? Uh that's a solid question. I was just gonna chime in right now and say while y'all are figuring this out, let me at least find out uh What's going on down there so that you're not jumping into the unknown? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How you doing so that? into the unknown. It. You have a 10 seconds. Go for it. Just get all out. <laughs> no, 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 go, go ahead. That, that's all of it that about? I know. That's it. I, 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 I yeah, that's it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in salamander farm and uh for shits and giggles. I don't know if you'll go let me do this, but I love for there to be some sort of uh, bioluminescent component to my salamander form. Sure, sure. you can be. You can so that be they can, eight. they can, they can kind of see me glowing on the way down. Faller, fucking yeah. Um, Just put a candle in your mouth. Well, I do have, uh, I, do have the, I do have the glow fungus from earlier that I saved. Yeah, no, dude, you can, you can, you can rock this shit as like a glow rave salamander. I'm totally down for it. So you glow and. You, you turn only, into a the only homeboy that I, that licked the yellow liquid can see me though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you turn into a rave salamander, and uh, <laughs> which I I, I I guess is fine, scurrying down holes, and you <laughs> just yeah you licking <laughs> substances from vials. <laughs> you head down that direction, and as I uh, as I shared with Solgra there, it's about a hundred or so feet down, and you can. You can head down there, and as you get to the bottom, um, you notice it opening up to a large cavern that um, is a is a little bit more brightly lit because there's some more of the like the luminescent fungus down here, but it's much bigger and much more present than it was in the mine. So you can actually see down here pretty well. Uh, and running through the center of this very large cavern, there is a uh, an underground river. Uh, that's that's not super wide, maybe uh, like 20, 20, 20, 30 feet across. 
but it's uh, it's flowing pretty swiftly uh, through the center of this cavern, which has it, it seems like entrances on kind of both sides, like it's kind of a tunnel type situation. Uh, but other than that, you don't really see anything down there. Can I make out depth of water at all, or get any like a feel for it at all, based off of uh... sound, sound and the way it's flowing? Yeah, like make make a perception check on that. Uh, with ten, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not super deep. It looks uh, it looks kind of rapidish, and 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 you know, rivers that that, that are flowing that fast kind of tend to be more shallow. So, um, before we uh, dive into the uh, the underdark, um, do would there be any reason to? Take a. I guess we we kind of checked out the area like in that room that we were in, right? For the most part, there's nothing really. Uh, the storage room. Uh, or I mean, yes. That. Uh, so you went in there and you checked it out. I will point out, since you asked, that whilst you were in there amongst all the mining supplies, you were probably able to find quite a few lengths of like rope of some kind. Yeah, so it might like, be wise to uh, prepare you, some type of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm just saying the ropes weren't there before. All right, I didn't mention that. Oh. I was, I was like, I, I mentioned mining supplies, which like could include rope. So sure, it was there. <laughs> uh, well, I want to go rope we from the other room. All right. Um. So what? Who? Who's doing what? What's happening? We're so. gonna go get the rope. Then- All right, so you go get the rope. You uh, manage to find several lengths of it. Like, you probably have several hundred feet at this point. And because it's old, uh, how exactly how many feet? Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, let me roll a die on that. Uh, let's say 400 feet of rope total. All right, I want to set up a partial pulley system then. At least have two separate ropes that are lowering us down in case one of them breaks. Um, okay, sure. You can do that. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'll tell you what, just, just to make this really fun, you're, you're, you're solving an engineering problem, so make an intelligence check for me that, and just don't completely fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to see if you can successfully set up a secure pulley system. The bar is not high here, but you've been rolling really interesting all night. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, somebody should probably double check that. <laughs> <laughs> With an eight. Apparently an eight is um, not that great. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, Federal, you check its pulley system out. It seems pretty solid to you. It, it yeah. So you, you can successfully rig up a, a kind of very crude rope pulley system. That's that's what you got. All right, I want to start start going down, start lowering it right. down. Let's go. So uh, I, I, just to just to just to speed things along here, I'm assuming like is everybody on board with this? You can yeah, try to use yeah. the pulley system to to go down this hole. I mean, yeah. I got a 21 checking it out. I'm on board. Let's go. All right, just making sure nobody descends. Uh, so you guys uh, set yourselves up. You. Kind of attach the ropes. But before we go down, I'm going to put on this fancy elven kind cloak that I have. All right. So you've written that down. You have the cloak of elven kind. That's really fun. 
hey, sorry. So you're heading down Chris, the hole. Yes. I apologize. I've been, I don't know. Um, is there, before we dive into this realm, I mean, is there any other rooms or things that we might want to take a quick peek in before we go somewhere that we probably won't be coming out of for a while? Well, it's up to you guys. I mean, there's other mine shafts. There's, there, there is other stuff in this mine, but there's a, uh... There's those three candles left in the uh, storage room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was just the one room. I mean, I don't know. It, could we do like a quick, <laughs> just a quick peek into any of the other rooms now that people are, uh, whatever, to see if there's anything of interest before we. Solgrid's already halfway down the hole. <laughs> already at the bottom. Um... <laughs> All right, let's go. Sorry. All right. I so everybody's a, going down the hole. It is a valid question, but you've it got is, like it is. You've got head rush into danger over here, and like salamander man. So, all right. So you guys are are going I down. Amphibian boy. <laughs> I thought you preferred Saint Quiche. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. So anybody, everybody's going down the hole, and so I'm going to go ahead and bring you guys over here and you go down the hole and this is what you see after descending for what seems like minutes you emerge into a large cavern lit by huge glowing fungal stalks with clouds of luminescent spores being carried by a light draft past you and overhead the cavern is dominated by a swiftly rushing underground river flowing past you the sound of which is almost deafening as it echoes in this space the cavern seems to be a large tunnel with entrances or exits on both sides, but no other passages immediately apparent. So, there you go. You descend into this. Did I land in the water or on the land? N nope. So you guys land about right over here in this in this here corner. Okay. And you have the river, this kind of river laid out before you, which is reflecting all these kind of bioluminescent fungi and spores that are floating around. Uh, and other than that, this is a pretty empty cavern. Uh, and you have Exits over here and over here. The one, uh, both of them seem to kind of narrow in a little bit. Like they're still pretty large, but they leave uh, less space here. This kind of opens up, and if you head this way or that way, you only have like a couple feet on either side of the river that you can really walk on to get out. But yeah, we don't. You don't really have to go in the water or anything like that. I hate getting my leathers wet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do too. So obviously, I think we all want to search the room, but also I want to make a specific point to see if we find any traces of which direction she went. Okay. Um. So that would be an investigation check for sure. If you're looking for that, other people should definitely be rolling this because I have a zero in intelligence. <laughs> I can help. Okay, so Yaku 15, Silgrid 16, Investigation. Hmm, yeah. Um, uh, what are we rolling? Uh, investigation. investigation, if you're trying to pick up the trail of uh, somebody who is, ooh, yeah, 20 for Fetral. Like, Fetral's really good at shit. Um, 15 for Yaku, uh -huh. 8 yes. for Mosher. Yes, I Mosher am. Is I'm known for it. Moshe is really, uh, really intrigued by these big mushrooms in here. Like they're really intense. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna collect one. Uh, Can I try a sample? I'm gonna take a bite of one. 
<laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Now you, I, I don't know if anybody caught that, but Moshar just said he's going to try to take a bite of one. Is that is that is that a for real thing? I, I said it. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's have fun with that for a second, shall we? Uh, are they are they yellow in color? Um, uh, Yaku's going to raise his hand in, in, in very, um, but very like passive kind of protest. Um, I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if you should do that at, at this moment. I'm going to egg him on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, Moshe, what do you, what do you, are you going to listen to anybody? It's happening. It's happening. Okay. Uh, mushroom. All right, cool. Moshe, make a constitution save. All right. With oh, 21. Yeah, you, you it tastes like shit, but you feel you feel fine. It it tastes like burning and death and just I don't know. The worst thing you've ever eaten in your life. Okay. Apparently, you just uh, have and, a pit of hell in your stomach. And everybody and everybody can can look over and see, see this dragon born with just like glowing juice dripping out of his mouth and like his tongue turns a bright blue <laughs> color. Uh but yeah, you're most sure you're fine. Anywho. I just imagine it like glow stick fluid kind of like leaking yeah. out of his mouth. <laughs> it's just like a little <laughs> six-year-old that's just chewed on it with it coming out of their mouth. Oh. Yep, that is uh, that's basically oh. exactly what it looks like. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> with, with the investigation role, you guys have found oh. a similar thing to what you did in the mine above where there is a track that uh, that one could make out that is kind of heading along the riverbank and going off to kind of the left side over this direction. Um, and with, I guess with a 20 there, Fetchel, you can also see some remnants of some other tracks that don't necessarily look human, uh, but there's some other, the what other tracks like? of what... They look like large, um, and they're older, but they they're kind of scattered about. Like you know, there's some that kind of come up to the edge of the water here and go back this direction, uh, but they they don't seem to be any in any particular pattern. But yeah, you you, uh, you guys notice some some what look like human tracks going off this way, but yeah. um, I'd like to withdraw the uh, map that I found. Uh, in the room, and see if uh, there's any type of uh, indicators or anything different about it. Now that we're in the mine, uh, no, there isn't. Um, good call, but nothing, nothing seems to have changed on there, and, it, and none of this stuff is is on that map at all. Where are we headed, y'all? Well, I think. Sorry, go ahead. The quest completer says follow the the human. The explorer everything says go in the opposite direction. Well, you find find the human. Like I want to know what this bitch's name is. <laughs> and I totally missed it last time too. The, the uh, different names. All right. Yeah, there's a few of those. I think that's the point. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, uh, I'm um, with we have Lenore, Etna, Tamra. And Dolores, I believe, are the four names we have so far. She, she has many, many names to many people. Uh, while you guys are all sitting here uh, chatting about this, 
This um, is the that's pathway a new act. It's a fun shape. Um, it's the pathway I just walked. Yeah. Why everybody's why everybody's chatting? Uh, everybody, go ahead and make a stealth check. Okay. Or put the hood up. Solgrid's a fourteen. I put Yaku the hood up. Will you let me 10. put the hood up? Yeah, put the hood up. You get advantage. Okay. Thank you. So yeah, my shares are twenty. Uh, yep, John's fourteen. Federal, uh, fifteen. All right, cool. Yeah. Right. So you guys are still investigating. I want to go off to the. No, slide. we are not. We are not still investigating. <laughs> we are talking about following the home, the woman, to find out yeah. what the woman's name is. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about. None of this. None of this. Still investigating bullshit. Don't try to sneak up on us, you sneaky DM. Like. We are talking about following the woman. Are we following her? Her tracks go that way. I'm pointing. I I'm going to go start going direction. towards where the tracks are. I'm going to the track. I'm going. I'm fuck it. You need. All right. Nope. I'm going. Okay. So Fetchel's going off that way. Sokrid realizes everyone is going in the opposite <laughs> direction. So he follows. Okay. So you guys are just, you guys are heading down this way. All right. Um, so you head down that way and you get to the end of this cavern which uh, kind of narrows down and forces you almost to walk in single file against the banks of this river if you don't want to go into it. Or you can cross or go into it, whatever. But if you want to stay on the same side, uh, it goes down to like a couple feet of space between the river and the cavern wall as you walk along uh, kind of this narrower tunnel. And you keep following that for quite a while. Uh, and it seems to go on for probably a mile or two, maybe more than that, because you guys are uh, walking for, oh man, probably close to an hour. And it, it is definitely a hike to get in there, but eventually you- And I'm, I'm keeping to... an eye out for the trail as we go. Since I had done a good investigation role, I'm, I'm following a trail specifically. Yeah, so it's still there. And uh, eventually you guys see- uh, a light up ahead of you and it seems like the a space opens up a bit more um and the the light coming from in front of you kind of changes uh changes hue a bit and turns into more of a purplish tone and you continue walking on and find yourselves in another cavern that opens up it looks a bit like that and you guys end up coming along the bank of the river up about from right over here and you come into this much uh, larger space where there are no more fun fungi uh, sitting around. The cavern is lit by a few kind of purplish glowing crystals that are scattered here and about. Uh, there is a larger pool uh, with an island in the, or a couple islands and rocks jutting out of the center of it. Uh, in the center of the largest island here, there seems to be uh, some sort of spring. Or, or just water flowing out, which seems to be, you know, feeding this pool. Uh, the cavern's pretty high, uh, and you see some like clouds of mist and whatnot floating around above you. And so you have the entrance you just came into. Across the way, a little bit to your left, you have uh, a ramp jutting out with a wooden slat bridge going uh, between that and the center island there. And up to the north or, or to your right slightly uh, is another kind of embankment and what looks like another path out of the cavern. 
and this one has like a, what seems to be a, like a really old rope ladder uh, coming down from uh, the top of this embankment to to the water surface. And uh, that's that's what you see before you. Where to? Um, I'd like to investigate this little spring if I can get there without like falling in the water or dying or anything. Make a dexterity save. Uh, with with not advantage, so you're looking at sixteen. Yeah, uh, you could probably probably get your way from the bank of the river and uh, skip over to this rock over here, and then it, it's hard. It's hard, and you almost slip a couple times and fall into this water, but uh, you do manage to uh, hop and skip and jump over to the way to the central island, just barely by the seat of your pants, but you get there. Uh, and you find yourself there, and when you set foot on this central island, you you feel almost this sense of of calm and tranquility. It's just like it's a, it's this a peace a that washes over you. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, the the sense of peace just washes over you, and there's these couple of like little crystal outcroppings that are glowing on the island, and you hear this. The serene sound of this babbling spring, which is like reflecting the glow from these crystals, and it's like just a gorgeous setting. And you feel very at peace with yourself. And also, go ahead and make a wisdom save. Oh, this a wisdom save. You're making me do two saves right in a row. Yeah, and you just you just really want to hang out, and you. Just sit down and you into uh, a cross-legged position, and you just you find your inner zen, and you're just you're hanging, you're you're just chilling right here. That's um, good. You're y- good. Yaku, Yaku cannot contain himself and uh, wants to wants to be a part of the uh, the zen circle over there, and so okay. uh, wants to go and and hippie out with his friend. Ooh, yeah. Oh so yeah, so Yaku got. Also, Yaku, go ahead and make a dexterity save. We'll make sure you can get over there safely. Purple's my favorite color. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, Yaku, you can get over there. It's 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 a little harder for you. You <laughs> the rocks are a little bit slippery, uh, but you are a pretty nimble uh, guy, and you can get over there to Center Island, and you can get over there, and you just ah, uh, just inner peace. You just feel it. You are. You you were you were vibing and vibing over there with Fetral. You guys are chilling on this island. It's it's super cool. I want to I want to like focus all of my attention on uh, whatever the closest crystal is. Uh, all right. So you want to f- does does he have and, to do and, a wisdom uh, save wanna, once he gets out I on wanna, the island? I want yeah. Perception check. What? Okay. So so yeah. First, do a wisdom save there, Yaku. Um. Just a reminder that I have uh, Fey ancestry. Just okay. What does what does that do for you? Oh, um, advantage on saving throws against being charmed and magic can't put me to sleep. Oh, fantastic! Uh, in that case, yeah, sure. Make a wisdom saving throw with advantage. Oh, yeah, you don't. Oh, I didn't that. You get... do it with advantage. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Twenty one is fine. Uh, yeah, you you get there and you you also feel like this sense of peace, but at the same time. There's something just right behind that that you you get almost like a pang of anxiety or a sense of dread that keeps you from really falling into this Zen mode uh, as well. And you want to focus on one of these purple crystals. Is are you are you, what are you are you trying to find something in particular? 
Yeah, I want to just like just like do perception. Like, can I can I see if the source of that? Like, clearly there's like some sort of energy if it's emitting some sort of light or something. Um, but I just want to like if if that's the source of the the dread or um, yeah, just want to uh, do perception check perception on yeah, that on, on it. Roll it, bro. There, that's my best. Ah, uh, yeah, that's an eight. Um, probably, maybe, maybe. It, it 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 seems like it's really coming from all around you. You can't pinpoint a source on it. Roger that. Um, Solgrid, you are rolling some acrobatics numbers. What are you trying to do, bud? I was trying to follow. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't pull <laughs> that off. Um, you get to about this. Uh, you jump from this. Uh, the bank over here a bit about this this rock jetting out, and you're trying really hard to make your way over to the center island, and you fall uh just right into this water right here, which uh. It's not super super deep. Um, uh, it's surprisingly warm for being a uh, you know a random stream just kind of underground. But yeah, you're you're in the water and you're you're floating a little bit and you're just slowly 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 being carried off toward like this direction because it's flowing out toward that other cavern you were in. So surprisingly not deep on a dwarf. Can you give us like an approximate body level of the depth? You could probably just barely stand on your tippy toes there, soul grid, and and put your head above the water. Like maybe, maybe, uh, but yeah, you're you're not really in danger of drowning. But yeah, um, it's can I can I swim over to the edge? Uh, yeah, sure, you can do that. I'm I, I might make a roll for it. Um, but yeah, you swim up over to the edge. Are you trying to get on the central island as well? Yes. Yeah, man. Let's yeah. Okay. I've... I told you you could do it. You don't roll. A, if you roll, you just roll a three. Like if you roll a three, you're gonna fucking drown. Like I told you you could do it. So, so can I John, yes. or try? Can I try to? All right, all right. Is everybody trying to get onto the central island? No, I was trying to save. Uh, oh no, no. I, I had already told Solrid he can do it. He decided to try and drown himself, but I think he's fine. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I want to get to the center. Oh, that's where, where yeah. everyone is going, so that's where I want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you get there, friend, and you, you go ahead and roll that wisdom save, man. You do it. Call it Sensory Island. Oh, yeah, bud. You feel real calm here. You are, you just want to chill, man. It's like you, you just kind of lay down and you're, you're feeling all right. You're feeling Chris? all right. Yes, yeah, sir. Is it, is it, uh, Am I aware of the effects that my um, my my colleagues are experiencing? Oh yeah, they look they look high mm -hmm. as fuck. Uh, uh, they 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 look I like ask, they're definitely uh, zoning out. Can I ask Yaku uh, if he thinks I should jump on over there and join them, or if there's something over here that he thinks that I should do in order? Because I, I I don't I don't like this. Yeah man, yeah that's good. Go for it. Uh Yaku, do you want me to join in the uh, the, the chill out party over there, or do you have an idea um, of what you? I believe it's best if you stay there, friend. All right, seems good. Also, uh, Mosher, what are you doing? Um, I uh, I'm gonna grab one of these crystals and um, I'm gonna walk along the bank uh, towards the bridge. <laughs> oh, so you're uh, walking along the bank. Okay, so you're okay. So you're grabbing a crystal though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make a wisdom saving throw on that, bud. Mm -hmm. Ooh, eleven. God, that 
this feels real nice, man. Um, you you just grab onto this, you grab onto this crystal, you grab onto this crystal, and like your hand starts tingling in like a real good way. It's like, hmm, it's comfy. It's comfy. It's you know, it's like you're petting your favorite dog or something. Like it's it's really great. You're just gonna want to stay there and stroke this crystal for a little bit. It's real cool. Um, also, Solgrid, you're doing divine sense. Yeah, I wanted to. And trying to sense the presence of strong evil or uh, celestials undead. Uh, yeah, you don't get the presence of any of that stuff within 60 feet of you, for sure. Uh, within 60 nothing, feet of you. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing there uh, within this. I mean, this cabin's more than 60 feet across. You, There's nothing in here that's remotely uh, celestial or undead or anything like that. Oh, man. Okay, so let's recap where everybody is really quick. Um, We're so dead. So Solgrid's, like, chilling on the riverbank over here and just, like, really oh. stroking this crystal and really... Or not Solgrid. Um, Moshera is over here just really stroking this crystal and just having a good time. Um, Solgrid Fetral over here on the center island, they're just, like, they're just vibing. They're vibing right out. Uh, Yaku is here looking around at everybody just being like, the fuck is going on? Because uh, everybody seems way too chill, and uh, and John, you're just over there, just figuring out what to do. You're on the riverbank, just like, you know. I I go over to Mosher and see if I can use my longsword tip to push the crystal out of his uh, po- poke it out of his grasp. Okay, okay, um, okay. For some reason, I feel like I'm offended by this. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are, and it, and it seems like, gosh, it seems really, it seems really rude of John to come over here and do that. You're you're poking your longsword at it, John, just for just for funsies. Make a a strength check because I want to see how forcefully you're poking the longsword into it. Um, God, I'm so scared. Is this, okay, is this the special uh, sword? It's a save, which is basically uh, going to work the same way. Yeah, you managed to 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 gently kind of take your sword and 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 use it to lever uh, Moshe's hand away from the crystal a little bit, just, just kind of slowly, not violently. And Moshe, when he does that, like you have a brief moment of feeling just like uh, really pissed off and, and offended that he would do such a thing. But as your hand stays away from it, you feel a little bit better and you you feel kind of confused as to why you were stopped there in the first place what 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 just happened i have no idea but uh you were holding on to that thing pretty tight didn't seem like you wanted me to get it out of your hands you all right yes thank you cool um but you guys on the island are still kind of just chilling uh the boys over here making their way around the edge of the uh the cavern I'm, I'm going to start playing some music on my pan flute just because I'm having a chill time and finding oh, my zen. Oh, dude, it's so, it's so <laughs> chill. It's so, it's so good, man. It's so good. It's um, so good. I'd like to uh, cast um, Prestidigitation. <laughs> Um, Bro, eventually you're going to be able to pronounce this I word. I swear to God. No, it's, um, I, I do it jokingly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd like to do... Um, a like some type of loud noise um, and flash that might snap them back to their senses. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's really fun. Okay. Um, hmm. Although that might have some really bad uh, 
reactions from other people. That- yeah, no, no. Okay, so you managed to do this. Like, you're trying to, like, make a like a flashbang type thing of, like, loud noise, bright lights, all that kind of stuff? So, I mean, something in the range of the group of people uh, on the island. But, yeah, something to, like, alert them and, like, uh, help them. You know, okay, change that's... Their focus. that's okay, that's, that is really, really cool. Um, hmm. You know what? That's so good that I'm just going to go ahead and give this to you. So, everybody on the island... Uh, that is not Yaku, because Yaku is too wise for this shit. Um, so mainly Solgrid and Fetral. You guys, and Fetral isn't here. So Solgrid, you uh, just hear this loud noise uh, out of nowhere, and just like flashing lights and whatnot, and, and like you feel like you come back to yourself. Like you're not real chill anymore, and you're kind of upset about that, but like you realize you're on the center of this island and the center of this cavern, uh, you know, surrounded by all the fun glowing lights, and you uh, you start feeling a little bit anxious, uh, and like you shouldn't really be here anymore. But you uh, you snapped out of this kind of Zen trance you were in. Just before he did that, I was about to um, do a perception on the rest of the island, not just the crystal. Um, uh, am I still okay. able to do that, or am I distracted by what just happened? Oh uh, no! Go ahead and make a perception roll on that, I guess. And I'm specifically just like looking like for any evidence of of someone being out on here, like like wear and tear in certain spots or anything like that. Yeah, with the ten, you don't you don't see anything like that. It doesn't seem like anybody's been on this particular stretch of land in a very long time. Like obviously somebody has at some point because like there's a bridge built out to it. Uh, but you don't, you don't really notice any tracks or anything like that. All right. Uh, Fetchel, are you back yet? I feel like uh, I'm I up. am. And, and you said that I was frustrated about this. Uh... Uh, yeah. But so the press digitation that uh, Mo shared did uh, kind of snack you out of this Zen trance you were in. And I'm so just going to immediately were... yell, somewhere out there mm-hmm. is a tree tirelessly producing oxygen so you can breathe. I think you owe it an apology. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, you yell that out. That... Everybody can react to that how they would. Um, uh, but uh, um, I don't have a good feeling about this island. I think we should uh, try to distance ourselves from this. That's a thought. I hate bridges. Can we start advancing towards the bridge and try and draw their attention to get them to go? All right. So you guys are, are heading kind of like this direction all in general. So, but you said there was kind of like a landing over here too, right? Correct. Uh, so that one just has like a, the remnants of like a rope ladder that's coming down from the uh, the landing going into the water. Um, like there used to be a bridge from here to here. Uh, possibly, yeah. That's fucking weird. Seems to. Oh, seems I to see be the, it. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to be the the remnants of something that might have collapsed a long time ago. I'm I'm gonna go jump across that that direction if you want to go with me. This this way. Yeah. All right, sure. Uh, yeah, I can make a dexterity save. Make sure you can get there without hurting yourself. Can I, before anyone jumps, can I call out and, and ask the, oh, okay, never mind. Ooh, that's a nat 20 for you. Um, I'm just be like, try and group up and then we can go. Yeah. Uh, 
However, um, you guys want to pull this off. If that's... we go to the island, I'm afraid to expend bypassing the uh, island. Well, is there a path around the side enough to, to, I mean, to walk around? If you're trying to get over here, it's going to be really hard because uh, the the bank kind of kind of is is mm. deep going inward. We do have um, a cantrip. I could use my mage hand to extend the rope um, across it and go there. That's perfect. Cool. Um, so Yaku, you are wanting to scout out ahead at. What, or did you transform into some sort of animal shape to get there? No, I rolled a, a 22 or 20 plus I had natural 20 to get over there. Um, oh, yeah. Dex save. You're you're fucking balling. Uh, yeah, you you parkour the shit out of that. You know, you uh, I, I think you you jump from the island over here to this and like you land in a handstand and like do a vault over it over to, <laughs> to this side. It's like you're just showing off at this point. I accept that. I basically look like any highlight reel of Legolas. I, I accept. Um, yes. Uh, so you're. So I, I want to check. I want to check the area first here where the bridge um, was, and I'm I'm curious if I can check to see if it is down by natural or um, unnatural sources. Yeah, I mean it's old. You can tell this. Uh, this road bridge has been here for a long, long, long time. And like the the ends of it are very frayed, like the wood that uh, that's making up the bridge itself. You know what? This is fun. Uh, make a make a nature check. It's like you as a druid, you're like real good at this. You're okay at this with an eleven. <laughs> uh, yeah, this seems to be like this. I mean, this is some kind of elm, maybe like you can't tell exactly what region it came from. Like normally you might be able to, uh, but yeah, the, the whole thing's very old, probably. Okay. Uh, and maybe it was destroyed, but like, it's been here so long that you can't really, you can't really tell. Okay. I'm going to do, um, just a perception check in general on the rest of the area and specifically the most recent, if that is the case, uh, any sort of, human interaction with this uh with this area um yeah so go ahead and roll perception again let's just oh there you out. go guys there you Ooh, go with a with a fat eight there um yeah, yeah yeah you can you can you think maybe you see that uh, that some of the uh the dust and whatnot around here is has been disturbed but that almost so might be what you kicked up from your own shoes like you can't really you can't really tell anything there and what's hey, what's back here boy. What you find it over there? Would you call me Chalk Boy? Yeah, we found you in a house made out of chalk. So wow, wow! Uh, I thought <laughs> I thought you would have given me some sort of nickname, like for something recent, like doing handstands across rivers. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in the song, right? Okay, I'm still I'm still working on it. I, have, I noticed you have a tendency to really focus on the negative. <laughs> I mean, it just happens sometimes, okay? Hey, so what's going on in this crack over here? Um, so that way um, is another passage out of the cavern, which narrows down considerably. Um, and I have I have at, dark vision, so yes, as you down. as you yeah as you approach it, you can see that the kind of the edges of this passageway seem almost smoothed down. 
they're not rough and uh, kind of jagged like the rest of the the walls of this cavern are. And they seem almost very, very smooth and very worn. And uh, you can see 60 feet down it, and toward the very end of it, you can see it almost kind of narrows down into what looks like uh, an unnatural shape. Like it's not kind of like the rough hewn archway that you might expect for the end of a cavern or something like that. It it, it looks almost like it's been manufactured, and you see some angles in there, uh, and uh, it, it it almost yeah, it almost looks like a doorway. Got it. Perfect. Uh, I'm gonna come back to the edge here, and if you mind, just uh, not going into character. I'm just gonna relay all that information to you guys, and then now we can. Uh, with a little bit more context, we can make the next decision, I think. Yeah, right. so you guys all know that stuff. Look, I resent you saying that this is me focusing on the negative because, like, this is just how I met you, okay? What are you going to tell us about? This hallway over here? Okay, sorry. Moving on. No worries, no worries. Um, yeah, mostly, <laughs> mostly it was just a really incredible handstand, and everybody else saw it. But uh, yeah, I met this this hallway, and it's uh, it's really nice. All right, well, let's go follow uh, Mr. Incredible Handstand. It seems everybody, that... everybody's following Mr. Incredible Handstand. Oh, hold uh, yeah, hold on. Is that the plan? I I mean, uh, obviously, this central island is has some. I don't know if we want to go through that whole shindig again. He, um, I do want to point out that he didn't make me roll. For for it, no. I didn't make you roll for what? Uh, you didn't make me do a wisdom save when I got there. Oh yeah, I did you? You you passed that shit. You had like a twenty. Yeah, you have a. I'm scrolling up. You had the twenty one wisdom save. Yeah, that's why you were like less susceptible to it. So if we no 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 no, there, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm I'm talking in the new spot that I'm at. Yeah, but we have to go to the central island. Oh, over here. Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, you you didn't. I didn't make you do anything for that part. Yeah, no. Oh, my bad, dude. I forgot that you're so... My, my bad. Please forgive me. So the question is, has Carrick broken free from... Or sorry, has um, Mosher broken free from it because of the fact that he touched the crystal? Is that the same enchantment or enthrallment or ensorceling? And and John and Sol, uh, John still hasn't done a wisdom save. So no matter what, moving on, he might have to do a wisdom save if he touches a central island for sure, but maybe, maybe not if he just goes directly to the other place. Uh, that is all correct, yes. I think the doorway sounds interesting, so I'm, maybe we should just go for it and roll and see what happens. What do you guys think? Yes. Uh, let's... All right, so... Just for the sake of consistency, everybody everybody who is not John, who is coming over here from the Central Island, everybody is making a dexterity save, no matter how you're getting there. Uh, so Yaku's already fine. Uh, yeah. Solgrid is totally fine with a 19. Am I... So... Does that include me, or do I need to go over there? Uh, yeah, you would need to make your way over there. Uh, Fetral rolled a nine, and you slip on the rocks and fall into the water, and you are being slowly carried down this direction. In water that's, like, tall yeah, enough that I can stand in. Yeah, I guess you can You can stand up and come bomb back. That's 
I mean, just, I mean, just, you did I'm confirm just, that with the height of Solgrid. Yeah, I'm just having fun with you, and I'm 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 taking up some time. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, you can you can make your way back, but yeah. Um, let's do it this way, okay? Let's do it this way. Everybody can make your way over there. It takes time. Like maybe somebody, a couple people do it better than others do. Like Yaku with his like cool flips and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> but it takes time. Everybody can get their way over there. John, if you are crossing that way, I'm going to have you make a wisdom save as well. All right. Yeah. No, John. Why would you ever want to leave this cavern, bro? Like, oh, this is really God. This is really cool. Like, it's pretty in here. Like, it's, I'm going to pick great. up a rock and throw it at him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, roll, is that roll... a strength check? Yeah, roll a strength check. Me or Fetral? No, uh, Fetral. Uh, yeah, you, you, yeah, you I mean, you, you like, no, yeah, I'm going to say you hit him. You, you pick up a light rock and lightly chuck it at him, and it kind of. Uh, barely, barely, kind of just graces him on the shoulder, but like eh, it is still enough to kind of snap this guy out of it, just because we need to move past this. Um, <laughs> so it is able to snap John uh, out of it enough for him to make his way over there. However, everybody can make their way over there, but I'm going to be a dick and also say, in the midst of all this, everybody make another stealth check. I still have my hood up. Yep, so you still have advantage. All right, so Moshera has a nine on a stealth check. Okay. Okay, okay. Ooh, nat 20 for uh, Kashik. You are, you are a stealthy bastard. You blend into the wall. You're nothing. Uh, Fetral, you have a 17. Should I be? Okay. Should I be on the island over there? Damn it, John! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I so you guys are all... <laughs> Am I here now so, before this pops off? Am I across? So, so Solgrid, you get a six. John, you get a nat Chris, one. Which... Chris, Chris, Carrick yes. had a question. Oh, yes, Carrick. I'm sorry. Am, am I across? Like, did that or am I? Oh, yeah. Okay. Everybody can make okay, their way over there. Everybody's over here. Um, so what Yaku has told you out in front of you is right here, you're at this passageway down this chamber. Uh, seems to be what looks like a man-made path and looks like to be a doorway down here somewhere right behind you. And it seems closer than it should be. There is just an inhuman, very loud and disturbing roaring sound coming from this passage here, the same way you came And that echoes and reverberates out through this chamber and just it, it is terrifying and loud, and that's where we're going to end the session for tonight. Yeah, you guys you guys are stuck between a rock and a hard... Well, not a rock and a hard place. But you got a doorway over here. You got some kind of loud, scary thing coming this direction. Uh, I'm and so you're, sorry, you're all here. Yep, and you're all here, uh, waiting on this platform. And that's where we're going to pick up next...